came through and overstepped on the right side, leaving the huge gap left side. And now Missouri Western already in UNK territory, looking to threaten early. And that's about a 47-yard return. First and 10, Missouri Western. Ball on the left hash at the Kearney 28. First game play from scrimmage. Here comes Eden. Little blitz coming. Floats one over the middle. Kind of dangerous. Had Trey James out there, but that's incomplete. Providing coverage for Kearney was uh, Je Jebia Talong, the defensive back out of Aurora, Colorado. He's, in fact, a northern Colorado transfer, second and 10. Again, the graduate defensive back in Talong had an excellent play. It was a crossing route. The receiver stopped his route. Ball thrown a little too far inside, but good coverage by UNK. Missouri Western again behind the sticks early, second and ten. More or less the same offense for Missouri Western. Armani Ednan at quarterback, but James Lucio, the starting center, out today. So Braden Wycliffe, freshman of Goddard, Kansas, getting his first career start in that one. Play action on second and ten for Missouri Western. Caught inside the five by tight end, or excuse me, not tight end, receiver Chris Chris. Floyd Jr., just a simple post down the near side, tightly covered by Armani Webster, but Chris Floyd Jr. hauls that in on his fingertips, out of bounds at the five, first and goal, Missouri Western, gain of 23. Excellent play action to buy yourself a little more time from Missouri Western, a pulling guard and Evan Clark set up a big block inside to spring open that pass down the sideline. And Missouri Western oh so good in the red zone this year on offense, 91.2% of the time. They've scored 31 red zone touchdowns, more than any team in the league. Two receivers right, one to the left. Opening minute here in Kearney Western already. A first and goal at the five. They hand it off to Seth Cromwell, their goal line specialist down here. Cromwell spins his way down to about the two. It'll be a gain of three. Bring up second and goal. Starting center, Braden Whitcliffe, seeing his first action today on the season. He's done a good job so far. Moving Telspees out of the way. That is an all MIAA conference defensive tackle being moved by just the reserve center today by Missouri Western. Yeah, Braden Whitcliffe, a second year Griffin, redshirted last year seeing his first time. James Lucio brought in as a transfer as the starting center. He is out this week, expected to be back next week. Second and goal for Mo West at the two. Eden in the shotgun gives to Cromwell. Cromwell plows his way. A big pile. I think Carney pushed him back. No, they're going to say he scored. Touchdown, Missouri Western State. He had been in the end zone for some time before they got the official call. UNK tried to get the late push, but well over the goal line and an easy score early for the Griffins. Seth Cromwell, that's his 10th rushing score of the season, his eighth of nine yards or shorter. I tell you, he's the goal line specialist. You see right there, folks, only a minute 31 off the clock. A 28-yard drive, four plays, and the Griffins are on the board already at 6-0, and Cody Watson into attempt the point after. Kanan Jackson to snap, Evan Williams to hold. Watson sends it through the pipes. It is up. It is good. Cody Watson missed his only, had his only miss point after last week. It hit off the upright in that fourth quarter. But otherwise, Cody Watson has been nails this year. 37 of 38 on his point afters. Well, fairly simple drive summary there. The Griffins get a 47-yard kick return from Jalen Lampley, and they set up at the 28-yard line. Did not take them long at all. That official scoring drive, four plays, 28 yards, only a minute 31 off the clock. And with 13.29 to go in the first quarter, your score, Missouri Western 7, Nebraska Kearney nothing. Well, Austin, how do the Lopers respond after that? Uh, it's going to take a little bit of more offensive rhythm than what we've seen from UNK so far this season, and it all goes through the quarterback position. We mentioned TJ Davis throughout the start of their pregame, but really, if you want to get the offense rolling, you have to start running the football. Jamal jo Joseph, the starter, should get some action, but Demarius Hosey, really the big play back that the Lopers like to rely on. Well, now might be a good time to tell the folks that we were 
informed before we went on the air that TJ Davis isn't starting. Now, we don't know if he's going to be available at some point. We were expected to see the redshirt sophomore out of Orlando, Sean Johnson Jr., get his first career start as a Loper. He has seen some playing time this year, but that's a big development, we were told. We'll see if it holds true. I mean, maybe we look like fools and TJ Davis <laughs> trots out there, but we were told from multiple people here at Kearney today that TJ Davis won't start the game. So we'll see if that holds true. As Spencer Springer kicks into a bit of a breeze that is returned by Carney. Good kickoff coverage by Missouri Western, but the Lopers will have decent starting field position after the uh, kick return there by Bailey Torres. And it will be Sean Johnson Jr. and uh, leading that uh, Loper offense out there. Uh, J Sean Johnson Jr., redshirt sophomore, 6'2", 180. Limited snaps this year. He has played in two games, four of five completion rate, 53 yards and a touchdown. And he does have 15 net rushing yards, so not quite the 10,000 career yards of T.J. Davis. Four wide receivers split out to the left side, and it's a design quarterback draw by Sean Johnson Jr. Spins off a one would-be tackler, then upended at the 35. So Carney started this drive further back than I thought. I thought they started past the 30. It's first and 10 lopers at the 28. Sean Johnson Jr. on a draw to the right side, up to the 35. Good healthy gain of seven on first down, second and three, Carney. 13 minutes to go, first quarter, seven nothing Missouri Western after a 47-yard kick return by Jalen Lampley. Griffin scored four plays later if you're just joining us. So Griffin's already on the board here in Kearney in the early going. Loper's trying to answer. Trips left, one receiver right. Johnson Jr. in at quarterback. Has a running back off to his right. Direct snap back to Johnson Jr. Going to throw under pressure. Look out. Gets hit as he throws. Has to throw it away. C.J. Ravenel providing the uh, pursuit for Missouri Western. Sean Johnson Jr., a fairly smart play there, gets out of the tackle box, throws it away, sets up a third and manageable three here for the Lopers. And your offense wide open play calling wise, Sean Johnson nicknamed Fats by the team, <laughs> although he's one of the skinniest players out there at 6'1", 180. But you look at what he can do best, it's throw the football, and that's what Coach Held's offensive scheme is. So a tight end and trips left, one receiver right. Now Carney calls something of an audible, a tight end shifts to the right side. They got a slot receiver in motion from left to right. Here's a delayed give to their running back Demarcus Hose, uh, Demarius Jose excuse me and Jose just shy of a first down delayed give up the middle I think yeah they're gonna mark him short fourth and inches am I saying that right Demarius Hosey Demarius Hosey yes okay. and, and I'm not being a UNK homer here but it looks like our officials gave him about a yard shy of where he actually fell down fourth and inches Carney going to go for it. Two receivers right, one to the left, tight end on the left side. Again, the running back in is Demarius Hosey. Jamal Joseph listed as the starting running back, but like Missouri Western, Lopers will rotate in backs. And again, Lopers shift the formation. Trips right, a tight end right side. Play action, they throw it out in the flat. Passes incomplete, off target. The intended target was there for Nebraska Carney and Bailey Torres. But they tried to hit him out in the flat, and Sean Johnson Jr. in his first career start simply missed it. A little bit of pressure, turnover on downs, and Austin Jacobson, you would think on fourth and inches, not a big gamble, but Carney fails on that. It's a turnover on downs, and for the second straight drive, Western with a very short field, first and 10 Griffins at the Loper 37. Yeah, average field position for Missouri Western now in their second drive, the UNK 33, and you gift the Griffins a chance to go up two scores already deep inside of Loper territory. 11.58 to go first quarter, Missouri Western seven, Carney nothing. Lopers on the year, seven of 15 on fourth down as an offense. 
Armani Eden in the shotgun, two receivers each way. I believe that's Jared Scott in the backfield with him. Nope, it's Brandon Hall, but Eden completes it out in the flat. Looks like Tyler Carey. It is. Tyler Carey's up the far side, just on a quick little wheel route, and Carey is out of bounds, just shy of a first down. Pickup of about nine, second down and one. Griffin's again in plus territory, now at the Loper 28-yard line, knocking on the door again already up 7-0. The Loper is looking to bring four down defensive lineman. Tell Spees is on the right guard. Edden in the gun, gives. Again, this is Brandon Hall. He needs a yard, and he stutters forward for a couple. Lopers met him relatively quickly, but Brandon Hall, not the biggest guy on the roster, but boy, is he a hard runner. Bringing him down for uh, Kearney was the linebacker, Parker Wise, a former Kearney Bearcat from right here in Kearney, Nebraska, bringing him down. First and 10, though, Missouri Western ball right between the hashes at the Kearney 25-yard line. Griffin's moving from right to left, knocking on the door. One thing the Loper defense will do is they will engage a lot of defenders quickly past the line of scrimmage, and Missouri Western doing a good job letting those defenders fly by, getting some inside runs. Two receivers tight end, Right side, one receiver left. Eden looks right, nobody home. Trey James kind of got held up there on the far boundary. No flags are down. Eden, it looked like a fade pattern to the end zone, looking for either Trey James or Jonas Bennett, but neither one of them in the zip code. But really, no arm, no foul. Incomplete pass, second and 10 for the Missouri Western Griffins. I think it was more of a miscommunication. There was a lot of contact at about the five to seven yard range for both outside receivers, but both were running button hooks right there instead of trying to go to the corner where the ball ended up being thrown. First mistake we've really seen from Missouri Western, and only six plays in so far of their offensive day in the first half, and they've already put a score up and are threatening again inside of Loper territory. This is the Griffins' second possession. The first one started at the Loper 28 after a big opening kickoff return, then a Loper turnover on downs on the fourth play from scrimmage for UNK. It set the Griffins up at the Loper 37, and here you go. Second and 10 for the Griffins at the UNK 25. 10.53 to go opening quarter. 7-0 Missouri Western the lead. Delayed give to Seth Cromwell is blown up in the backfield. Heck of a play there by Nebraska Kearney. Jersey's rolled up a little bit. That's Joko Willis from what I could tell. Uh, getting in there on the backfield. And Joko Willis, that's what he does for these Nebraska Kearney Lopers. He does have five and a half TFLs on the year. Loss of about four, I'll say three there for Missouri Western. Third and long, so the chance for the Loper defense to make a stand here. Missouri Western on the edge of field goal range. Cody Watson hit from 47 last week. Griffin's up seven to nothing, third and 13 at the UNK 29. This is where Western struggled last week were these third and longs. They were four for 14 on third down against Northwest. Two receivers each way. Eden in the gun, Cromwell in the backfield with him. Snap back to Armani, quick three-step drop. Oh, ball was caught, then came out of the hands of Caleb Martin. It was ripped out of there by Nebraska Kearney, making the play was Jebbia Talong, that uh, graduate student corner out of Aurora, Colorado, former Northern Colorado Golden Bear, makes that strip. So it's fourth and 14, and yes, Missouri Western will try the long field goal, and I would say this is in Cody Watson's range. He hit from 46, the go-ahead against Emporia State, and in the first quarter last week, hit from 47 to get the score started against the Bearcats. This one will be from 28 plus about 45. And the north wind coming directly into the face of the kicker, but shouldn't yeah. affect this kick too much. About an eight-mile-an-hour breeze. Kanan Jackson the snap, Evan Williams the hold. Watson end-over-end kick toward the uprights. We await the signal. He missed it. It had the distance. I couldn't quite tell what direction he sliced that to, but it does miss to the left, it looks like. And uh, do we have a media timeout yet? Looks like we do, yes. 
Timeout on the field, 10 one to go first quarter. Well, Missouri Western, two short fields. Oh, wait, no, 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 no media timeout yet. The Griffin defenders are on the field. Now they're being ushered off. Okay, a little bit of confusion. Media timeout on the field. 10 one to go first quarter. Missouri Western, seven, Nebraska Kearney, nothing. Lopers hold there. UNK has the ball back. When we return, it's Missouri Western football on the Griffin Sports Network. Back Foster Field, Ron and Carol Cope Stadium, Missouri Western 7, Nebraska Kearney nothing. Tommy Rezach, Austin Jacobson with you. Well, the All-American two-time MIAA Offensive Player of the Year, TJ Davis, did not start the first series, but after a turnover on downs in just four plays by Sean Johnson Jr., the backup, TJ Davis is the quarterback. He is 3-0 against the Griffins in his career, and on first down, Davis will hand it off in a gaping hole for Nebraska Kearney here. Kevin Brown, the running back between the hashes all the way up to the 45-yard line. That'll be a gain of 17 yards right there for Kevin Brown, the senior out of East St. Louis, Illinois, a former Illinois State Redbird running between the hashes. First and 10, Carney. Well, TJ Davis can burn the Griffins with his legs, but uh, Brown does so right there. Kevin Brown, his longest rush of the season is 25 yards. It's only his 14th carry. Like I said, the Lopers, like the Griffins, feature a wheel of running backs that can do a lot of things. The Lopers might tire themselves out with the amount of formation changes they have in these pre snap plays. Yeah, I'm having trouble keeping track. First and 10, Carney on their own 45. It's an option to TJ Davis. He kept it, but he got swallowed in the backfield. Grant Finley, Sam Taylor all there, along with, uh, looks like, uh, uh, no, I'm losing track here, Keenan Gaskin. There we go. Had a hard time reading that jersey. One thing to note uh, for Missouri Western on defense as well, bit of a change, Lamont Washington at the uh, uh, strong side linebacker spot out today with injury. So Sam Taylor, the junior in Nashville, Tennessee, gets the start there. Second and 11 for Carney on their own 44. The Griffins, by the way, still the MIAA leaders in tackles for loss. They get another one there, and that was their 59th TFL on the season. Second and 11. TJ Davis in trouble, dumps it off, and it is caught by the tip of his fingers. Kevin Brown left open but doesn't get far, makes a catch up to the 50. That goes down as a gain of six. That was second and 11, makes it third and five. TJ Davis was sacked four times last week. Griffins nearly got home on him there. So third and five for Carney at midfield. 8-24 and counting first quarter. Griffins seven, Nebraska Carney nothing. And the Griffins are not bringing anything exotic. Their defensive line is controlling the outside edges. That's what led to the TFL on first down as well because they respect TJ Davis' speed. They work up towards the pocket and on a passing situation here for UNK is a big moment early in the contest. And Nebraska Kearney's gonna spend a timeout here. Ooh, we got a little jostling too between Braden Wright and Cole Brown. That's a receiver versus defensive back. They separate, but uh, first timeout used by Nebraska Kearney. We'll keep it here with you. Kearney on third down this year again, they've struggled. 10th in the MIAA, uh, uh, staying on the field on third down, 36%, which Austin Jacobson, that kind of goes hand in hand with Kearney ranking last in this league in time of possession, only 26 minutes, 56 seconds. Yeah, when you can't convert drives and you're not a run-based offense like the Lopers were under head coach Joe Josh Lynn, you struggle to be able to keep the ball away from several other players that are significant impact players for the Missouri Western offense or across this MIAA conference. This is a big juncture here as you're trailing seven to nothing. You almost gave Missouri Western an early gift, not converting a fourth down in your own territory on your opening drive. Now TJ's back in. I expect the Lopers to maybe roll him out, see if they can use his athletic ability and open up some space for TJ to make a quick decision decision on run or pass. Well, now that TJ Davis is in the game, let me read off his career stats against Missouri Western. TJ Davis has never lost to the Griffins in his career 3-0. 
328 passing yards, five touchdowns, zero interceptions. TJ Davis in three games prior, a combined 365 rushing yards, five touchdowns. So three wins for TJ Davis, no turnovers, 693 all-purpose yards against Missouri Western in his history. I got to believe at some point in practice, again, I'm not a fly on the wall. Tommy, we have two quarterbacks in for the Lopers. Sean Johnson to the left of TJ Davis. In the backfield, yeah, Davis in the gun. Sean Johnson Jr., the backup quarterback, back in the formation. Now Johnson Jr. splits out wide. He's the edge receiver right. Five wideouts, three to the left, two to the right. Third and five from midfield. T.J. Davis, empty backfield, steps up, had room to go, and then he gets hit and just has to lunge forward. Missouri Western, he trying to get the sack. Jaden Brown brings him down. That play looked like it had promise. T.J. Davis had all day to throw, steps up. Protection broke down. He gets stopped right at the line of scrimmage. No gain. Fourth and five, and Carney's going to have to punt it away. Well, now, Austin, I'm seeing in person a little bit what the frustrations of this Loper offense has been this year. And the offensive line right tackle Justin Anatone for the Lopers just got blown past by the defensive end C.J. Ravenel for Missouri Western, forced him back inside and forces a stop against Davis. All MIAA punter Hunter Krause with a pretty good kick here. Again, kicking into a bit of a cross breeze. Jalen Lampley will fair catch that punt at the 12-yard line. So at the end of all things, about a 38-yard punt, no return. Missouri Western with their longest field of the day by far. The Griffin's starting field position so far today has been the Kearney 37 and the Kearney 28. This time, it's first and 10 Griffins on their own 12 when we come back. Media timeout on the field, 7.25 to go, first quarter. Missouri Western 7, Nebraska Kearney nothing. Griffin football when we come back on the Griffin Sports Network. We're back, Foster Field, Ron and Carroll Cope Stadium, Kearney, Nebraska, Missouri Western 7, UNK nothing. Griffin's taken over here. First and 10 on their own 12. Let's take a look at some of the other MIAA matchups today. Four-day state at Washburn. That'll kick off at 1 o'clock. We're the earliest game of the day, so no one underway yet. Missouri Southern at Lincoln. That's a 2 o'clock game. Emporia at Central Missouri. That's a big one at 1.30. An even bigger one, third-ranked, second-ranked pit at Northwest today at 2. And Central Oklahoma at Northeastern State, the Governor's Cup in Oklahoma. That's a 6 o'clock kick tonight in Tallahassee. First and 10 on the on the run here for Missouri Western. Give to Brandon Hall. Kind of a counter play to the right. Good edge blocking. And the Western with their backs against the wall there starting at the 12. Well, Mr. B. Hall, a quick gain of 17 out of the timeout. First and 10, Missouri Western at the 29. Second 17-yard run for Missouri Western in which an inside zone left a wide open gap off of right guard. A tremendous block over on that side by Evan Clark. And Griffin's moving efficiently early. First and 10 Griffs on their own 29, their longest field of the day. Another shotgun give to Brandon Hall. This time he swallowed up right at about the line of scrimmage as they pull players off the pile. You can see the difference, too, on those two plays. Tim Schaffner, the defensive coordinator for the Lopers, now instigating some more inside pressure. The Lopers love to bring some chaos tempo defensive blitz in which their linebackers will go, and the defenders will pull back. In that sense, the defenders on the defensive line close in, the linebackers make the play. Loss of about one there, second and 11 for the Griffins on their own 28. 6-18 and counting first quarter. Missouri Western seven, Carney nothing. Trips left, one receiver right. Armani Eden back to throw under some heat. Uh, gets hit as he throws. Ball came out, and then it was picked up by Missouri Western's offensive lineman, Marquise Simmons. They were going to say that's a fumble, and now we've got extracurriculars after the play. Uh, Carney Loper is down. Evan Clark getting engaged with a Carney defender on the defensive line. It looks like Jack Nicholson went down. 
And so, so the it was a fumble recovered by Marquis Simmons, the left guard for Missouri Western. So a, a, a play that could have been disastrous. It looked like maybe just a no-gainer after a heads-up play by Marquis Simmons. As Eden got hit as he threw, ball just barely came out of his hand. And then a late flag could be an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty here. Yeah, they do call on sportsmanlike conduct for Missouri Western. Brendan McClure, in fact, the right tackle. So the Griffins keep possession, but remember that 17-yard run Brandon Hall just had? Well, they have to give a lot of that up. And this is what burned Western last week, was these penalties getting behind the chains. And boy, are the Griffins behind the chains here. The Griffins have to reach the 39. They're back to their 15s. This is third and 24 for Missouri Western on their own 15. Loper defense has historically not situated well in these situations in an all-go pass type of uh, play. Two receivers each way, Eden in the gun with Brandon Hall. On a little play action, Eden steps up over the middle, caught Jonas Bennett, but well short of the marker. Good pursuit and open field tackle there by Kearney's linebacker, Joko Willis. Well, Bennett gets up to the 27. Problem is, that's a gain of 12, but he needed 24. So it's fourth and 12, and we'll see the Griffin punt team on for the first time today. So, Austin, you got to give Nebraska Kearney's uh, defense a little bit of credit. Griffins get that short field literally on the opening kickoff. Four plays in, go up 7-0. Well, what, Missouri Western misses a field goal on their second possession, and here, the Griffins, this is is, uh, they get one first down and now the drive stalls. I mean, the Griffin penalty on sportsmanlike, an avoidable mistake, does help the Lopers, and the Lopers send a punt block, but Evan Williams gets off a high wobbly kick that'll go out of bounds far side, doesn't travel all that far again, kicking into a bit of a breeze there. So Kearney will have good starting field position. 5.13 to go, first quarter. Missouri Western 7, Nebraska Kearney nothing. Point is, Austin, even if you score in the first minute and a half of this game, you can never get too comfortable in this MIAA. And the Kearney defense, you've said this in the pregame, it's the Loper D that has given this team a chance. And the Lopers have a good chance here, first and 10 on the Western 46 to go down and tie the game. And almost set up the Lopers with very favorable position if the ball bounces into their hands instead of the offensive line for the Griffins. But this is where the big bugaboo has been all season. The Loper defense steps up makes a big play in the first half, but the offense can't convert it into any points. Maybe that changes here. The punt only went 28 yards, by the way, too. Trips left, one receiver right. T.J. Davis stepping up at the quarterback spot, gets hit as he throws, but completes a pass nonetheless out to A.J. McPhee. McPhee tackled in the open field. Dakari Streeter nearly had the sack. Getting home on the tackle for the Griffins was Brecken Manis. Gain of about three on the completion, a miraculous completion at that, and it'll be second down and seven. That's the second time in this first quarter yep. that we've seen Davis drop back, get hit, and throw the ball while under pressure, and now we see Davis be the outside receiver and Sean Johnson in at quarterback. Nebraska Kearney, they've uh, gotten after the opposing quarterback 14 times while giving up 11 sacks this year, four of them last week at Fort Hayes State. Trips left, one receiver right, quarterback draw, and yes, Sean Johnson Jr. back in at QB on second and seven. Johnson Jr., Scurries ahead for not a lot, kind of a little counter play, and then fell forward to about the 39. That's a gain of only four, third and three for Carney coming up. This is the deepest that Carney's been able to penetrate so far. Third and call it 
a long two for the Lopers at the Missouri Western 38-yard line. So far, Kearney today, both teams are 0 of 2 on third down. 4-0-8 and counting first quarter. Missouri Western ahead 7-0 here on a beautiful early fall afternoon in Kearney, Nebraska. Curious play calling, of course, with Johnson, the better throwing quarterback, running the ball. Davis, the better running quarterback, throwing the ball. T.J. Davis, a slot receiver right side. He goes in motion. Sean Johnson, Jr. at quarterback, fakes the give to Davis. Counterplay to the right. He gets held up by Keenan Gaskin. Did he get the first down? He did, yes. He only needed two yards, gets about three. Oh, good uh, tackle there actually by Nick Oliver of Missouri Western, but the Lopers convert on third down for the first time today. Again, that's something they've struggled with all season. And the Kearney, again, their best threat of the day so far. Still not quite field goal range. This breeze isn't really blowing directly in anyone's face. It's kind of a northeasterly wind blowing across the field. So Kearney set up first and 10 at the Western 38. So in my mind, still four down territory here. Trips left one, uh, five wide receivers, I'm sorry. A man in motion for Kearney's Jamal Joseph, the running back. Davis in the gun. Joseph now lines up behind Davis. Davis fakes it, play action, drops back, post route, far side, end zone, drops it in the bucket. Touchdown, Nebraska Kearney. Well, that was a thing of beauty, I'll, I'll say it. A 36-yard pitch and catch from T.J. Davis to Cole Brown, the Dallas, Georgia native, a transfer of Central Arkansas for Cole Brown. That is touchdown catch number four this season. 207 yards receiving for Cole Brown coming in for T.J. Davis. Touchdown throw number 10 on the year. Boy, Carney answers in a huge way. 3.02 to go first quarter. They're on the board and a PAT away from tying this game. That's an old play action pass from the Josh Lynn area. Sprint option right side pull back TJ steps back and lofts it on a deep seam route that was Cole Brown just using straight line speed to get past the defense for six Kyle failing puts through the point after that's only his third attempt all year on PATs he's three for three but Nebraska Kearney able to come up with a big answer there again taking over in plus territory after a short punt and Kearney able to get on the board after a four play 46 yard drive and a 36 yard bomb from TJ Jay Davis on first down on play action, connecting with the six foot three Cole Brown. Decently well covered, I might add, in the end zone. But TJ Davis, I mean, he placed that in a bucket with 3.02 to go in the first quarter. It's Missouri Western 7, Nebraska Kearney 7. We've had our media timeout, so our next break comes at the end of the quarter. Well, 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 we got us a game once again here in Kearney. Again, history is on the Loper side in this series over the last five years or so. Carney's beaten Missouri Western in each of the last three meetings, four of the last five, and T.J. Davis, who just threw that touchdown, that is his career 11th all-purpose touchdown against Missouri Western alone. He does love playing the Griffins. He mentioned one of his favorite memories last year is actually the first touchdown run he had at Spratt Stadium. So 59-yarder. I, I know, third I know down. it's tough to hear from the Missouri Western side, but there's something about playing Central Missouri and Missouri Western that TJ loves, and he drops it in the bucket, as you said perfectly to Cole Brown just a moment ago, after I had... Uh, of course, expertly said that the throwing quarterback was running the football. Kyle failing a pretty good kickoff here. That's going to be fielded in the end zone by Jalen Lampley for a touchback. That'll bring Missouri Western out first and 10 on the 25. Yeah, that meeting at Spratt Stadium last year in Nebraska, Kearney, October the 8th, one that we'd like to forget, certainly. Kearney won 39-18. That at the time was Missouri Western's fourth straight loss last year. And yes, T.J. Davis in last year's game alone, 18 carries, 162 yards, rushing three rushing touchdowns, including the 59 yarder and he's decent through the air too. 7 of 13 for 90 yards 
and the touchdown. Yeah, TJ Davis, six passing touchdowns, zero interceptions against the Griffins in his long storied career. Chance for Western here to drive down and take the lead. First and 10 on their own 25. Game knotted at 7. 302 to go first quarter on first down. Eden going to throw it over the middle. Trey James found him open on an island there. James is tackled relatively quickly after the catch. Uh, Jebia Talong brings him down. But Trey James, that bad man with a catch, a gain up of nine yards. It'll be second and one. I think that's Trey James's first catch of the day. It is. He's the fourth different Griffin to catch a ball today. Good job on a deep dig round. Just before hitting the sticks, you get to about nine yards and wait for your quarterback to put it on a rope. And Eden did a good job making sure that it was away from the defender. Second and one for Missouri Western on their own 34. They'll put it on the ground this time. Seth Cromwell gaping hole on the left side on a counter play. First down, near side 40-45. Threw a stiff arm, then gets tripped up again by Jabia Tal long, but a nice healthy run by Seth Cromwell, the native of Littleton. Pickup of 11. Cromwell scored on the one-yard touchdown to get us going earlier this first quarter. Nice little gain there. First and 10, Missouri Western on their own 45. Ball in the left hash. Griffin's moving from right to left, looking to take the lead here in Kearney. Jonas Bennett, the outside receiver, really sprung that play open. He had a crack back on the defensive line on the right side and really opened up the run to go wide. And in the gun, delayed give to Cromwell. Another nice hold of the 50, 45, 40. Trucked a man over, and he's in the plus territory out of bounds at about the Kearney 36-yard line. That's a gain of 14 yards. That time, Austin, it looked to me Chris Floyd Jr., number 82 on the edge with a nice block to spring him free again. Yeah, if you're a Missouri Western fan right now, you're saying, let's just keep it on the ground and pound the ball. The offensive line is doing a fantastic job of opening up gaps. If you put the ball in the air, you are just giving up maybe a potential mistake for this Loper defensive secondary. Yeah, Brandon Hall, Jared Scott, Seth Cromwell, all with 300-plus yards this year. You cannot go wrong. As Eden will clap the hands, trips right, one receiver left. And Brandon Hall in it running back. Eden fakes it to Hall, throws it out on a screen to Jalen Lampley. Lampley had to jump up and grab it, turns upfield for only a couple yards. Carney converges quickly. Lampley, a gain of maybe two. Parker Wise, the linebacker, leads the stop. Gain of about two. It'll be second down and eight. A little bit of a high ball on the bubble screen to Jalen Lampley, but Lampley will come down with it nonetheless. Jalen Lampley, we know he can do on special teams, but he's a good receiver too. That was his 16th grab of the year. An offensive coordinator for Missouri Western, Todd Throckmorton, sprinted out on the field as soon as that play ended and screamed at his quarterback uh -oh. and put the ball on a line. You have to make sure that play is to your receiver quickly. You can gain more yardage. Now sets up second and seven. Coach Throck, also known as Grandpa Griff, it's his fourth different stint <laughs> at Missouri Western this year. Tyler Fenwick's words, not mine. Second and eight on play action. Eden, the ball got a little bit tipped, but he completes it on a quick curl far side to Trey James. James with some hard-earned yards, but another good open field tackle by the Nebraska Kearney Lopers coming up from the defensive line to help there was Chris Valdez, 6'2", 280-pound junior. But still, positive gain there for James, a gain of about seven, short of the marker, third and one for Missouri Western. Ball at the Kearney 27, and that may have just been the last play of the first quarter. Eight seconds, seven seconds. It does look like Reagan Jones is in the contest now. They do like to put him in these short yardage situations, but the clock is going to hit zero. Not sure if Missouri Western knew that or not. No harm done, really. It'll be third and I would say less than a yard for Missouri Western coming out of this break when we start the second quarter. One quarter in the books. Good start for Missouri Western, but Kearney has answered. But the Griffins currently on a nice little drive here. They've got it third and short at the Kearney, third and inches rather, at the Kearney 27-yard line. This current drive for Missouri Western has gone 48 yards on five plays. 7-7 your score, end of one second quarter. Next, it's Missouri Western football on the Griffin Sports Network. 
Ready to start the second quarter of play from Foster Field, Ron and Carroll Cope Stadium, Kearney, Nebraska. Tommy Rezanch, Austin Jacobson with you. Missouri Western 7, Kearney 7. Well, as I told you when we went to break, Griffin's on the march. This will be the sixth play of the drive. They've moved 48 yards. Third and one from the Kearney 27-yard line. Game knotted at 7. Western 0 for 2 on third down so far. Reagan Jones in the size package in I formation. Toss sweep to Cromwell. Cromwell gets a block, gets a seam 25. First down, throws a man to the ground. 20 and in, out of bounds inside the the 15-yard line finally bringing it to a stop was Armani Webster. Well, that is a play designed to get just a couple of yards, but uh, uh, Seth Cromwell wanted way more than that, and he does get a gain of 13 after some good hard running and a big hole that opened up in the B. It looked like in the B gap, sort of. And it's an interesting play. You're under center. You toss sweep right side, but the play is intended to cut back in. Cromwell does an excellent job reading his blocks, getting a first down. Reagan Jones still in. Same play. Toss sweep to Cromwell. Stays more up the middle this time, and a Another good, healthy gain from the 15. He's up to the 10. Gain of five, second and five for Western at the Nebraska Kearney 10-yard line. Again, I can say this as the analyst today, but Missouri Western should be pounding the table to run the football the rest of this drive. You've really worked your way down the field with big gashing runs. Make UNK pay for letting you into their own red zone. The Griffins have scored 32 red zone touchdowns this year. That's most in the league, tied for fifth in the nation. They scored once in the red zone already, trying to do so for the third straight time. Twas Toss sweep to Seth Cromwell. He is inside the 10 now, very near a first down. This will be third and in inches from about the six-yard line. Well, they must hear you, Austin Jacobson. They're going with that size package, staying with their big bruising back of Seth Cromwell. And boy, is he a load, the redshirt freshman, 5'10", 218. 53 yards rushing in that first quarter. Missouri Western imposing their will on this defensive line of Kearney that loves to get after a quarterback but has not been as stout defending the run. Griffin's averaging 6.8 yards per carry right now. Third and one from the seven. Toss sweep to Cromwell, stretches to the right, slips a couple tackles, may have got pushed back. Very close, but I think he is a touch shy there. Lopers crash in there. Parker Wise and Chris Valdez get there for Carney. So it was third and a long one. They're going to call it about fourth and inches now after a fourth straight give to Seth Cromwell. I do like the idea, but continuing to toss sweep to the short side of the field, you don't give your running back as much time as needed to be able to see the holes to pound through. I expect something maybe somewhere up the middle or maybe a counterplay to what we've seen before. Well, Reagan Jones scored on a quarterback sneak last week. Jones is under center eye formation, fourth and one from about the six. No, they give it to the big fella, Grant Finley, the fullback. Close. He got a favorable spot. He, he fell down and was nipped at the ankles. UNK pointing as if they get the stop, but it was a very generous spot, and that could work in Missouri's favor here. I think the Lopers stopped him. I think they're going to measure. That's a long way for the chains to get out there, too. Grant Finley, defensive tackle. He scored on a one-yard touchdown in week two against Lincoln, and, yes, he is a half-yard short. Well, that's disappointing. Missouri Western going down the field. I mean, marching it, keeping it on the ground. Nine plays, 69 yards, and that's a turnover on down for the Griffins at the Kearney five-yard line. But that's what Kearney's good at, Austin. That's the fourth time that the Loper defense has forced an opponent into a turnover on downs in the red zone this year. Yeah, and that's what Tim Schaffner's defense does well so far throughout the year is they can get off the field in opportune times, especially inside of the red zone. So not a true turnover, turnover on downs, but it does set up the Griffin defense to see if they can get after whichever quarterback the Lopers throw out here in the shadow of their own end zone. Yes, uh, Nebraska Kearney first and 10 on their own six. The Griffins have gotten two safeties this year. TJ Davis will keep it on the ground. A nice safe handoff for maybe back to the line and nothing more. 
They give it uh, back to Brown. That is Kevin Brown, the 5'8", 190-pound senior running back at East St. Louis, transfer of Illinois State. He actually lost yardage there. He'll lose a yard second and 11 for Carney at the five. So still standing in their own end zone. Carney moving from right to left as we see it. 12-18 and counting second quarter. Loper seven, Griffin seven. Well, it looked like maybe disaster for Carney after Western put one on the board a minute and a half into the game. But, man, Nebraska Carney's defense coming up with some big stops. T.J. Davis had the big touchdown throw late in the first quarter. We got us a ball game. Here's an option to the left. A keeper by T.J. Davis was in his own end zone for probably longer than he wanted to be, but he gets out. A little bit short of the first down. He needed the 17. He's out at the 15. Gain of 10. It'll be third down and two. That's an excellent run by T.J. Davis sprinting in an all-out sprint to the sideline. Had to run out of the shadow of the line of his goal line. Uses his ex extra speed to be able to get towards his own sideline to safety. Brings up third and one. And you have to think UNK will want to keep this on the ground next to their own end zone. Both teams struggling on third down today. Carney's one of three. Western's one of four. But this is a third and... Inches. Both teams, both offenses like to operate out of the gun. Honestly, very comparable schemes watching this in person. But Carney will keep it on the ground, give it to Kevin Brown, who's been their workhorse in the backfield today. That's his third carry. Puts him near 20 yards rushing. Uh, Kevin Brown had a 17-yard rush earlier, averaging about seven yards a pop. This time he rumbles forward, only needed about two, gets about three yards, and it'll be first and ten lopers. Backed up to their own five. Now they're up to their own 18. To give some context, uh, Son Sean Johnson just checked back into the contest. There had been some swirling rumors. Johnson is considering entering the transfer portal without more playing time, so maybe that is the case for course here today. And T.J. Davis split out of the receiver right side. Sean Johnson Jr. throws, finds an open man on the fade route near side. A.J. McPhee, Desmond Green, and Keenan Gaskin out there on the – or Desmond Green, Jaden Brown, I'm sorry, out there on coverage. But uh, A.J. McPhee had a step on both of them, the 5'10 junior out of Florida, and he catches it, basically runs right out of bounds up to the 44, so that's a gain of about 26 yards right there. First and 10 lopers, and they're in business. McPhee had the big pass play last week on a 65-yard scoring drive. He had 63 of those yards on one catch. Well, that's only his third catch all season, A.J. McPhee. First and 10 lopers on their own 44. Trips stacked on top of each other. Left side, a man in motion is T.J. Davis himself. Sean Johnson, junior the quarterback, nearly lost the snap, got it back, throws it off in a hurry. Severin Foster, he dumps it off, and Foster, again, looked like a busted play, almost lost the snap, got it back, found a guy wide open in the flat, and Foster had room to run, and I think he's going to have first down close to it. They mark him just shy. Second and, nope, now they will move the chains. First and 10, Carney at the Griffin 44-yard line. That's another chance that Sean Johnson can show what he can do as the starter quarterback. TJ will be back in in the shotgun set. Right now, Missouri Western just needs to get back to the basics defensively. Find your targets. Make sure you're wrapping up and making a play regardless of what's going on in the backfield. And again, they change the formation. Two receivers left, a tight end and receiver right side. Another man in motion goes Reggie Anderson. Play action, Davis stands in the pocket, stepping up under heat, gets hit, goes down. The Griffins have been close to getting home. They will do so there. Anthony Villanueva, welcome to the game. His second and a half sack of the year. Looking at it statistically, the Griffins have gotten after QBs this year. That's the 22nd time, leads the MIAA. That is the push that Western needed on defense. Puts the Lopers back on their own end. Second and 18, UNK on their own 47. 
Sean. Defensive backfield for Missouri Western covered only two men on the round for the Lopers, and TJ nowhere to go with the football. That's a coverage sack at its finest, but give credit as well to Villanueva and Jaden Brown, both making some extra presence felt on that hit. Two receivers and a tight end right side. One receiver left. Davis in the gun. Play action under pressure again, running for his life around the right side. Flags are down. Davis going to tuck it and run 50-45. Back to the original line of scrimmage, and that's about it. There could be a holding call here on the Nebraska Kearney Lopers. Making, uh, bringing the, making the stop, I'm sorry, for Missouri Western Keenan Gaskin. I think they will get Anatone for a hold on the right side. He was holding down his defensive end in front of him, Grant Finley, and unable to contort him away from where Davis was running towards, as that will likely go against the Lopers. Still waiting the call here. No penalties yet on either team today. Well, no, Missouri Western had a 15-yarder back in that first Yeah, quarter. the unnecessary roughness. Yes, that's yeah. right. They'd be the first penalty on... Oh, they will call it on Missouri Western. Oh, they have an offside. So Anatone, I thought, was holding back on the play, but it could have been due to Finley maybe jumping offsides. As I thought it was Dakari Streeter who jumped mm -hmm. offsides. Dakari does come off on this play. I thought I heard number 40, defensive end. But it's still second and 12 for Carney, so not all is lost. That's only a five-yard penalty, second and 12 for the Lopers. At the Griffin 48, 8.46 and counting, second quarter, game tied at 7. T.J. Davis dropped the snap, picked it back up, time to throw, steps up, throws, man is open, over the middle, juggling, catching, scoring, touchdown Carney, a flag comes down, Reggie Anderson juggled that at the 5, had a defender on him, kept his legs moving, into the end zone, 48 yards for the score, Carney takes the lead, we do have a flag down. Goodness gracious, T.J. Davis picked that ball up off the turf, and ended up scoring on it after Hunter Hayes, the honorable mention All-American center with a bad snap. So they, they, I didn't hear what the penalty was exactly, but I, don't th I think they said there's no penalty on the play and it results in a touchdown. So TJ just showing off why he was an All-American candidate the past few years and the Lopers having one of their most successful offensive days in the first half in some time. So Davis has touchdown throws of 36 and 48 yards. Kyle Failing puts through the point after, and just like that, Carney has scored 14 unanswered points to take a 14-7 lead over Missouri Western with 8.37 to go in the second quarter. Media timeout on the field. Kickoff is next. It's Missouri Western football on the Griffin Sports Network. Welcome back, Ron and Carol Cope Stadium, Foster Field on the campus of the University of Nebraska Kearney. Tommy Rezach with Austin Jacobson. Well, Nebraska Kearney 14, Missouri Western 7. Worth taking a look at the Kearney drive summary right now. Turnover on downs, punt on their first two drives. Touchdown, touchdown on their last two drives. This previous drive, seven plays, 94 yards, a drive that spanned over four minutes. Carney's made a statement. Now it's Missouri Western's turn to respond. Here's the kickoff, fielded by Jalen Lampley at the two. Finds a little room to run, 10-15, then tripped up by the shoelaces. Carney made sure he didn't get away. And we do have a flag, and this could be a hold on Missouri Western anyway, so it looks like the Griffins are going to be backed up. Nick Erickson made a nice play there on special teams. That wave of UNK special teams comes down on one side. They try to pinpoint the kick towards one side or one end of the field, and the entirety of the UNK kickoff coverage will go towards that side, as then it ends up with Missouri Western having a little bit of a break. Looked like it could break through, but a solo tackle, and unfortunately this holding penalty against Missouri Western will push them even further back into their own territory. 
Well, we're talking drive summaries. Let's take a look at Missouri Western's drive summary. Four plays, 28 yards, touchdown, missed field goal, punt, turnover on downs. Missouri Western's previous possession, 10 plays, 69 yards, could not convert on a fourth and one. And yes, block in the back by the Griffins. This ref mic's a little hard to hear. We just have an ambient crowd mic out the window next door, so you pick up wind and PA and other things. So it's a little hard to hear on the penalties, but the Griffins are pushed back first and 10 on their own three. Now in the shadow of their own end zone, moving left to right. A lot of defensive tackles, defensive linemen will be on the line of scrimmage, including Jack Johnson for UNK. The Kearney native will line up left side of the offensive line. They do take out a linebacker in Joko Willis. Yeah, the Lopers do stack the box. They give it to Seth Cromwell. Look out, has to get away. Still on his feet, lost the ball. Oh, no. Oh, no, he lost it, and Carney recovers. It's going to be first and goal. Lopers, it goes from bad to worse. Quillen Felton, the junior defensive lineman. Cromwell just plain lost that, trying to stay on his feet, trying to throw a stiff arm. Ball came out, and Carney was all over it. And again, UNK able to make the big defensive play. That's why you bring in the extra defensive lineman. Missouri Western, no threat to throw the ball in that situation. Trying to run outside. Cromwell just fighting for the extra yardage. Could not keep his momentum moving forward. And UNK works on making turnovers every day in practice because this defense has been known to create extra opportunities for their offense. None better than right here for the Lopers. And Missouri Western, they have not lost a lot of fumbles all year. That's only their second lost fumble of the season, right there. Haven't lost a fumble since week one. And Central Missouri scored on it in the first half. And here we are, Carney, first and goal at the seven. Davis goes back to throw, now gonna tuck it and run. Gets ripped down by his legs, Brandon Johnson. Will twist him down, I think. I don't know if that goes down as a sack. As Should be a TFL. I think yeah, Davis quarterback run. gave himself up as a runner, yes. correct. Back to the 10, loss of three. Well, the best thing you could do here if you're Western is hold him to a field goal, which Carney, that's where they've struggled, two of six. But, and also two, Carney gets the ball to start the second half, so. And it's one thing to turn it over, but man, the timing there is just awful for Missouri Western because now, I mean, there's still time, 7.50 and counting in the second quarter, but could be looking at a two-score deficit here. That last offensive play, a classic T.J. Davis call. Quarterback draw, and Missouri Western had done their homework. They knew that play was coming. Two receivers left, one to the right. Davis in the gun, running back off to his right, and Davis takes way too long, coming screaming off the edge. Mean streets himself. Dakari Streeter wallops Davis at the 19, and now T.J. Davis slow to get up. You don't want to see that. It's a loss of nine on the sack. Clean hit by all accounts. I mean, Streeter came at him, though, full speed, untouched around the edge. Streeter, that is his ninth sack of the year, an MIAA high. But unfortunately, now T.J. Davis still down on the field here, Austin. And Davis has had some injury issues throughout even the preseason to where he was now. You may recall for MIAA fans a few years ago at Angelo State, the Lopers were in the second round of the Division II playoffs and made it all the way down to Texas where T.J. just wasn't himself that day. Mm. Had a had a tough knee injury, and really since that game, TJ's overall top end speed has not been the same. It looks like he could be favoring that right leg as well as he limps off the field. But again, to remind everyone, TJ not a big, thick running quarterback no. like we're used to seeing in the majors in, in the National Football League. Davis is only 6'3 and 180 pounds, much like his backup, Sean Johnson, at 6'2, 180. Well, he is walking under his own power. Good to see there. Helmet is off. He is obviously communicating with trainers. So Sean Johnson Jr. will get another crack at it. TJ Davis, four for four for 91 yards, two touchdowns today. But Sean Johnson Jr., two for four for 36 yards. 
Plus, you look at some of the running numbers. Sean Johnson Jr.'s rushed for 14, but T.J. Davis has now been sacked twice in this game, six times the last two weeks combined. Third and goal for Carney at the 17 after the sack. Five wideouts, three to the left, two to the right. Johnson Jr. has to step up, avoids the rush, rolls left, holds, going to run the 10 to 5. Again, it was third and goal. He needed the end zone, and stopping him short is Keenan Gaskin. Not a bad run for Sean Johnson Jr. Gain of 12. He stopped at the five, so it's fourth and goal at the five. Well, what did I say? The best thing that could possibly happen after the Griffins turn it over inside their own 10, hold Carney to a field goal, where the Lopers, as a team, are two for six on field goals. Lining up for this one is Kyle Failing. Now, this could be a glimmer of hope. Failing's one for one on his only field goal attempt. He hit from 26 earlier this year. This one's from 22 from the left hash. There's the snap. It's clean. It's up. It's toward the pipes. It looks good. And he missed it. What the heck? Missed it right. Yeah, oh, my gosh. The kick he had made earlier this year at Foster Field was on the opposite end, heading towards the south end zone where there's some blockage of foliage, some buildings on the UNK campus. This time, you're staring right into the open road in front of you, and that can kind of differ a kicker, especially when you're all in your own head, and that headspace can really push a kick right as it did there. Well, it differed me, and Carney does miss after recovering a Griffin fumble. It was first and goal. Carney at the seven, a TFL and a sack on TJ Davis, and then fourth and goal at the five. Carney tries what was little more than a point after, and they sliced it to the right. That kick, too, certainly had the distance. We got a timeout on the field. Well, the Griffins dodge a bullet, to say the least. First and 10 Western on their own 20. When we come back, 6.26 to go, second quarter. Nebraska Kearney, 14. Missouri Western, 7 on the Griffin Sports Network. We're back. Foster Field, Ron and Carroll Cope Stadium. Tommy Rezach, Austin Jacobson with you. Nebraska Kearney, 14. Missouri Western, 7. Lopers have missed a field goal. Missouri Western missed one in the first quarter. So 14-7. Lopes the lead. They've scored 14 unanswered. Griffins keep it on the ground, which where minus the fumble, the Griffins have had decent success still running the ball. 15 attempts as a team. That run by Brandon Hall, gain of five. It puts the Griffins over 80 yards rushing as a team. Still about six yards a carry. 6.05 and counting till halftime. Nebraska Kearney 14, Missouri Western 7. Important drive here. Griffin's got the ball to start this game, so Kearney will get it out of the locker room. At the very least, he'd like to go down and tie it up here. Griffin's had a 69-yard drive earlier this half that ended in turnover on downs at the five-yard line here. Edding a little check down to Jonas Bennett near side, in and out of the hands of Bennett. A rare drop for Jonas. It'll be third and five. I like what Missouri Western is trying to do offensively when it comes to throwing the football, giving you high percentage completions, and get your athletes out in space. Unfortunately for Missouri Western, just a little bit out of sync in timing. Need to clean that up, and you can have some big plays moving forward. Armani Edden, 7 of 10 for 64 yards. Six different Griffins have caught a pass today. West it though for the second straight week, struggling on third down. They're one of four. This is third and five for the Griffins on their own 25. Trailing here at Kearney, 14 to seven. Edding back to throw on a little crossing pattern that is caught. That is Tyler Carey with a catch. Planted right near the marker, but he is gonna have the forward progress. Riley Galloway, the linebacker, again, just planted him right at the spot at the 30, but pick up a five and a much needed third down conversion. You're gonna hear Western. the Loper fans complaining and groaning about the spot. It is definitely a first and 10. Great read by Eden to read the uncovered receiver on his out route. Yeah, let him complain. Two receivers each way. Eden in the gun on play action. Stands in the gun over the middle. Wide open. Tyler Carey tumbles down to make the catch. First and 10, Missouri Western up to the Loper 45. We do have a penalty marker down in the backfield toward the far boundary toward the Griffin bench. 
Now, maybe if we're real quiet, we can hear this ref mic. <laughs> but that would have been a monster gain of about 25 for Tyler Carey. Griffins are marching backward. This could be a hold. No. Uh, ineligible receiver downfield. That's on the offensive line. Left guard Connor Holt, the freshman out of Festus, Missouri, called on that. So that's a penalty that negates a, well, like last week now, too, a few costly penalties hurting Missouri Western. And that wasn't even a long developing pass play. That's just uh, an offensive lineman drifting too far without a defender in front of them. The Griffiths have been called on four penalties. Carney, none. First and 15 for Western. Back to the 25. Armani Eden stepping up after looking to throw. Takes a leaf out of TJ Davis's book. He's going to run forward on a little quarterback Armani keeper. Eden. Tuck and run. And Eden short of a first down, but he's up to the 38. Pick up a 13. Well, that feels better. Now you've got a second down and short. That was first and 15. Now it's second and two. And an excellent job by Eden to read the stunt from the defensive tackle. He looped his way outside. Defensive end crashed inside. He knew where the gap in the defense would be. Ran right through as soon as he saw his outside receivers recovered and blasted in now for a chance at second and short. Four and a half and counting left. Second quarter. Nebraska Kearney 14. Missouri Western 7. Griffin ball. Second and two on their own 38. As Eden takes the shotgun snap. Give to B. Hall. Decent patient run. Hall runs into some lopers, but he's going to have enough. Needed the 40. He's down right there. First and 10 Missouri Western. Well, the Griffins have moved the chains now twice on this drive. Their eighth first down of the game. Yeah, Missouri Western, you look at it in terms of total yards, you would say, well, how do they only have seven points? Well, a missed field goal and a turnover on downs, and they also lost a fumble deep on their own end. So a variety of things have altered the Griffins. When you look at just moving it between the numbers, the Griffins have had some success. Missouri Western now giving a taste of the Loper own offensive medicine, getting set up quickly, then reset, get the offense back in formation and call a new play. Two receivers in a tight end right side. One guy split out left. That's Brandon, or excuse me, that's a Tyler Carey left side as Eden will dump it off here to tight end Will Schwartz on a quick hook pattern. He is brought down after a gain of just a few. Trey O'Gwin brings him down for the Lopers. Whistles blow after that play is stopped. Do we have a penalty marker? It looks like our oh, sideline side warning. warning on Carney. Yep. That's so, an excellent play by Eden again. He was trying to read two receivers on a bunch round on the near side sideline towards the Lopers. They were wanting to run a switch on a wheel and post. Both were covered well by three different defensive backs by the Lopers. Way to dump it off. Take the yards you have in front of you. And that's Will Schwartz's first catch of the day. The seventh different grift to catch a ball today. Second and six for Missouri Western on their own 44. Snap back to Eden. Throws it out in the flat, passes wide open. Jonas Bennett at the 50, tries to spin away and does. Stays on his feet, 45, and down to the Loper 44-yard line. That's a gain of about 10. Jonas Bennett on a little out route, catches it near the sticks, was nearly stopped right there, but hard running by Jonas Bennett. First and 10 Western into plus territory at the Loper 45. Love the play calling right now by Coach Throckmorton to be able to expose this man defense. Switching routes, a little bit of in and out, and get a first down. As Eden puts it on the ground, Seth Cromwell, he has been gashing these lopers. He'll do so again up the left side on a counter play. First down across the 35, out of bounds at the loper 29-yard line. How about 15 more for Seth Cromwell? And that will put him at about, let's see, 70, almost 75 yards on the day. So as we continue to see Missouri Western work their way down the field, there's two minutes and about 30 seconds left in the half. You want to get a score, but you have to be able to pace yourself to make sure that you leave yourself enough time to get in the end zone. First and 10, Missouri Western at the Loper 29, 217 and counting till halftime. Loper's 14, Missouri Western 7, Griffin's on the move. 
They scored on the opening minute and a half of this game, not since. They give it again to Seth Cromwell. Big blocks, big hole, big yards again. Seth Cromwell rumbles his way down the far boundary inside the 20, down to about the 18, pickup of 11, and the Griffins will once more move the sticks. Keith Russell had an excellent block on the left side. UNK wanted a hold. They won't get it as Quillen Felton felt like he was being pushed back inside on the tug of a jersey. No call, excellent block, and Missouri Western again needing to get points here. No matter how you get it don't worry about the clock just get in the end zone there's holding on every play isn't there no uh, some of it's just not called right <laughs> two receivers right one to the left Eden in the gun hall off flanked off to his right as Eden fakes that give to hall Eden's got room to run to the 15 slips a tackle to the five and then barrel rolled down inside armani the five it'll be first and goal missouri western armani Eden very nearly had what would have been his first rushing touchdown of the year but instead he'll settle for a gain of 14 first and goal griffins at the four will you talk a clock management i think missouri western's just fine letting this clock bleed down now because you don't want to give Carney a chance to put T.J. Davis in a two-minute offense on the field. Two timeouts remaining for the Lopers as well. This is the 12th play of the current drive, and Missouri Western has really done a great job mixing run and pass, but again, have to get into the end zone here if you want to tie the game and have the momentum on your side entering halftime. The Griffins have marched 77 yards on this drive. Edden in the gun. Brandon Hall, the running back. Eden on play action, rolls to his left, took too long, gets hit, goes down. It's going to be a sack for Nebraska Kearney. Jack Johnson from Riverdale, Nebraska. Kearney High Bearcat himself makes a stop and a sack, and I, I won't sugarcoat this. The way you ran the football the way down, have to be able to keep it on the ground there, especially on the goal line. You want to get it in the end zone. That is an interesting play call nonetheless on first and goal. Well, I would counter that with, well, Missouri Western had third and fourth and short down here, didn't get it on run plays. And, you know, time, is, is, time is running down. We're inside <laughs> of a minute left. Um, so there, now we do have a timeout called by Missouri Western. They'll call their first. So they'll make it second and goal for the Griffins at the 10 as Armani Eden is sacked for the eighth time this year. Eden was sacked a couple of times by the Bearcats uh, last week. Be sure to stay tuned for our Missouri Western Foundation halftime show. We'll take a look at the stats, scoring summary, and Austin Jacobson, I'm going to send him to work, put him down on the field, and he'll talk to Tyler Fenwick uh, coming out of our halftime. So be sure to be listening uh, for that. Plus, we'll get a look at your MIAA scoreboard, which, I don't know, there's not a whole lot of reason to look at it right now because it's only after 1 o'clock. Clock. Most games don't start until 1.30 or later. We were the uh, early game. This is our earliest start time. And as God, Austin, we're both in the media. We both work in sports. I love early kickoff oh, yeah. times. Because we still got half our day to, yes. to spend when we're done here. Listen so. to College Football Saturday, whether it's in the MIAA or Division One, you can spend the rest of your day. Now, for the Lopers, an early day last week was oh, a yeah. huge issue. They went down to Hayes early in the morning, mm -hmm. left at about 6 a.m., got their bellies full of some breakfast burritos, <laughs> and really had a slow start. Much different day today, despite having the earliest kickoff in the conference. That's some colorful storytelling right hey, there. Hey, listen, I've got all the info that you need. <laughs> I know Missouri Western, they spent the night in Lincoln last night and they got up early this morning to come here. Tyler Fenwick told me this week that this is about the earliest kickoff that he can remember being involved in. And this is his 11th year as a head coach and he's been a coach at the D2 level for well over 15 years, about 20 years in fact. Trips left, one receiver right. It is first, excuse me, second and goal for the Griffins at the 10. Reagan Jones in at quarterback. Reagan's going to throw. Rolls to his right, steps up. Can't get away. The Lopers are going to bring him down. That's going to be another sack. It's a tough look there for Jones. He had an open receiver on the left side on an outlet route that's designed on that type of possession to be able to get a quick spot pass, let your receiver make a play and make a way inside towards the end zone. Jones couldn't see him in time. The play broke down late and gets sacked. 
inside of 30 seconds left until halftime. Western has two timeouts left. They won't use it. Third and goal for the Griffs at about the 13. Tyler Fenwick pleading something to his offense on the sideline. Eden back in at quarterback. Trips left, one receiver right. Griffin's going to throw for it. Eden, ah, he had Carey open. Carey dropped it. Carey was at the 10. That wasn't in the end zone, to be clear. But Tyler Carey had green grass in front of him. Had he caught that at the 10, Oy vey, and that'll be a field goal try for Missouri Western. I mean, now a manageable field goal, but again, you got this little cross breeze on the field today. Cody Watson missed earlier from 45. This one's from about 30 on the dot, right between the hashes at least. So 14 seconds left until the half. Kearney 14, Missouri Western 7. Well, that's now twice in this game where a Griffin drive is a bit kind of stalled out in the red zone. Has stalled out twice inside the 10. Red zone frustrations for Missouri Western is definitely going to be the highest point of emphasis during halftime as I believe Coach Held will use a timeout for UNK to maybe get into the head of the Missouri Western kicker. They will ice Cody Watson indeed. One is it icing before halftime? I feel like icing should only be right at the end of the contest, right? I have never heard that debate before, so uh, I'll leave that uh, to the imagination of our listeners. 14 uh, minutes to go. While we do have a second here, I am going to, well, if my tablet would cooperate with me, I was going to say let's play a station ID, but uh, let me see if what my, uh, well, we'll just do it at halftime. 14 seconds to go until the break. Nebraska Kearney 14, Missouri Western 7. Well, even if the Griffins knock this through, Nebraska Kearney, Austin, they're going to go into the locker room with the lead. And you were telling me the Lopers haven't held a lead of any kind in any game since September 30th when they led then third-ranked Pitt State 7-3 at the break. Yeah, it's been a long time since UNK has been able to get on the scoreboard early and hold control of the first half. They were in control of the game of all places in Pittsburgh, Kansas, taking on the Gorillas. But it turned out that the second half, not the day for the Lopers. They have not excelled in the second half, to say it kindly. So this will be a big opportunity for the Lopers in the coming two quarters to see if they can maintain what they've done so far today. So here come the Griffins trying a 30-yard field goal. Again, a little cross breeze. Watson, oh, it's blocked. Got blocked by Carney. Looks like a pair of Lopers there. Jack Johnson and Nolan Watovic. Well, Carton, we know Missouri Western can block kicks, but the, the Lopers themselves have blocked five kicks this year. And Cody Watson has one blocked right there. So Watson now falls to eight of 13 on field goals this year. So some points left on the field again. Well, that's twice in this game. The Griffins had first and goal, and twice they come up empty. So that, uh, that stings, a drive that went 78 yards, 13 plays. Nothing to show for it. Carney's going to go to the knee, and uh, Carney is going to get the ball to start the second half. So the Lopers have uh, made certainly made a heck of a statement here so far on their home field. It has been impressive so far for UNK. They've withstood the storm that Missouri Western has had. They bowed up defensively inside of the red zone. The Griffins are controlling this contest, but UNK has the lead just with a couple of big plays, a fumble recovery, and of course the big touchdown pass from TJ Davis, really the difference maker so far. That'll bring us to halftime at the break. Nebraska Kearney 14, Missouri Western 7. Your Missouri Western Foundation halftime show is next. This is the Griffin Sports Network. Did a good job at the opening end of the drive, having TJ Davis break through for a run, called back for a holding penalty, can't get any more yardage. Missouri Western, exactly the stop that Coach Falcon was looking for as we talked to him at halftime. 
So in the punt for Nebraska Kearney, the All-MIAA specialist Hunter Krause. Jalen Lampley awaits the punt back at his own 19. There's the snap. Griffins nearly got home on a block. They've blocked four punts this year. That could have been another one, but that one's gotten off safely. safely. Lampley will leave it alone. That will go out of bounds at the Missouri Western 24-yard line. 38-yard punt, no return. So Missouri Western with okay field position. That's about how I would say it. Pretty average first and 10 on their own 25-yard line. Well, again, the Griffins, after scoring a touchdown on a short field on their opening series, have come up short on each of their last five possessions. A blocked field goal, a missed field goal, turnover on downs, a lost fumble, a little of everything, and none of it good. And if you were to have told me at the end of the first half, Missouri Western would lead in all offensive statistical categories outside of passing yards, probably would have told you that sounds about right outside of the passing yards going in the favor for the Lopers. Armani heading on first down, a little check down far side to Trey James, makes one man miss and is thrown That's down just shy of a first down. Travion James getting active. That's his third catch. It leads the team there. Yeah, they're going to give him first down yardage as he falls forward to the 35. I thought maybe he was a yard or two short, but first and 10, Missouri Western at the 35. Yeah, first down, that's been a big difference in this game. That's the 13th by the Griffins. Carney's only had seven first downs all game. Eden has made a good job of work at first down and 10, finding a receiver, getting an easy completion. First and 10 for the Griffs on their own 35. Eden, a little check down, dropped in and out of the hands. A bit low, but certainly catchable for Brandon Hall. That's another uncharacteristic thing we've seen today. Jonas Bennett had a drop earlier. Tyler Carey had a flat-out drop in the red zone. Late second quarter, now Brandon Hall drops one. And we got a uh, Carney Loper a little bit uh, slow to get up. That appears to be, I, I think thought it's Quinlan Felton, the yes. defensive end, who's down. Felton had the fumble recovery back yes. in that first half for Nebraska Carney, And he is down on the field on his back. Second and 10 here as uh, play is stopped for an injury timeout. We haven't taken a media break yet, so I think I'll keep it with you right here. It'll be second and 10 Missouri Western on their own 35 after the incomplete pass. Hard to say what exactly happened there. Yeah, he went down late. Felton was looking back toward the sideline, then was told to go down by the officials, and now back up. Maybe just needed to mm. get just the wind knocked out of him, just need to shake something off, but he's cycling the left leg up and through mm. with the knee, almost doing high knees as he's at midfield. So maybe it's just a stiff leg, a slight cramp, or, or something that could be limiting his mobility on that leg. We'll see. Felton's a big part of this defense, and his his uh, backup is a redshirt freshman out of Littleton, Colorado, Campbell uh, Packabush, who has not seen much time throughout the season. So yeah, it is good to see Felton get up and go to the sideline under his own power. Second and 10 for the Griffins on their own 35. 12-10 to go, third quarter. Carney 14, Missouri Western 7. Griff's on the move. Carney went three and out on their opening series to begin the second half. Here's Armani Eden on a zone read, fakes a handoff, shucks a defender off, but to not much avail, he gets back to the line and not much else. And they're gonna say the tackle is credited to Armani Webster on the far boundary, so now it's third and 10. Outside linebacker Joko Willis had the initial rush as the defensive end Packabush and the opposite side Delonte Dickey were left alone to try to make the read option play. Both read it correctly. Willis makes the play as the defense is designed to do. Now it's the Lopers' chance to see if they can bring some pressure with this so-called chaos tempo defense. And this is right where Carney wants them. Griffin's behind the chains a bit, third and 10. Western's two for six on third down. Griffin's on their own side at the 35, down 14-7. Edding a little slant route, incomplete, looking for Caleb Martin. 
That is incomplete. A great play made at the point of attack there by Jabia Talong, that corner, a grad student. He's made some big plays out there in the defensive backfield for Kearney. Well, again, another drive where Western gets something started, but then it falters. This time it falters on their own end, and we'll see punter Evan Williams for only the second time all day. So I thought Talong had gotten there a little bit early on the play over the back of the intended receiver. Eden had put it on a line on that deep slant, trying to see if they could work some more of the uh, room in the middle of the defensive backfield, but instead winds up incomplete. Here's the snap to Evan Williams. Carney sends a block, but Williams gets it off. A good kind of line drive kick, but then it'll just die out at the Nebraska Kearney 26-yard line. It's about a 30-yard punt, no return. I thought that was going to get a nice bounce and maybe travel further, but um, either way, Kearney will get pretty average starting field position here. So each team has touched the ball once in this second half. Both teams have punted, and now we got a media timeout on the field. 11-14 to go, third quarter. Still the same score as it was at halftime. Nebraska Kearney 14, Missouri Western 7. Loper football when we come back, and this is Missouri Western football on the Griffin Sports Network. Welcome back, Ron and Carol Cope Stadium, Foster Field on the campus of the University of Nebraska Kearney on a blue, clear sky kind of day. A warm one down there on the field, 70 degrees. It's certainly warm for the third week of October. Tommy Rezach, Austin Jacobson with you. Still the same score as it's been, well, since the midway part of the second quarter. Nebraska Kearney 14, Missouri Western 7. Lopers will get their second possession of the second half here. Play is whistled dead here for a minute as Cole Brown lined up as an edge receiver along with TJ Davis. Brown's going to come out. Zorian Stanton comes in to relieve him. Not sure if that was an equipment issue or something it, it going on. It looks like it is because his pants were rolled a little too high along the thigh, so he'll have to make sure that those are cleared. And here's a quarterback draw to Sean Johnson Jr. He's got room to run between the hash marks. Again, few of those quarterback draw plays for both Sean Johnson Jr. and TJ Davis starting to work out. And this time, no flags down on the field either. First and 10 lopers up to the Griffin 44, gain of 18, just like that. We are getting closer and closer to maybe some extracurriculars, however, on it's the far side of the field. Chippy. Far yep. side of the field, I saw Sean Ross, the receiver, throw a defender into the Missouri Western sideline, and that can only lead to further frustration. And for the team that has fewer penalties, you hope that Missouri Western is not the team that has their uh, anger bubble pop first. Now the Griffins did come into this league first in the MIAA in penalties and penalty yards. They've kind of piled up here these last couple of weeks. First and 10 on their own 44. A lot of them I would say effort penalties, not like egregious after the whistle unnecessary roughness right. penalties as Jamal Joseph gets the carry there for Carney, pick up a four. At least that, I asked Tyler Fenwick about that on Monday. I said, you know, you are first in the league in these penalty categories. And he said a lot of them just effort penalties, guys blocking downfield, things like that. Effort, there's effort penalties for playing hard, and then there's just dumb, avoidable penalties like hitting a guy after the whistle and so forth. Second and six for Kearney on their own 48. Inside of 10 minutes left third quarter, Kearney 14, Missouri Western 7. Still anyone's game at this point, and it's a reverse, and a flea flicker back to Davis. Throws into traffic, but it's complete anyway, as that is caught by the tight end, Tooney Fafita, but they're going to say he's out of bounds. Providing the coverage was Jaden Brown. Well, they gave it to the running back, who gave it to the receiver, A.J. McPhee, who flea flicked it back to T.J. Davis, and then T.J. threw his tight end near side. Two Griffin defenders were ready for it. Taylor Williams down there as well. The pass was caught, but he's out of bounds. It's third down for Carney. Keenan Gaskin, the linebacker for Missouri Western, had turned his head three different ways, looked like an owl at times, had to turn around and try to find the football. Luckily, Missouri Western's bailed out by an incomplete pass. Third and six for Carney on their own 48. Carney's Struggled on third down today, too. They're two of six. 
Back to throw goes Davis, stepping up, avoids the rush, stances Ooh. around a defender. He's going to stretch, avoid, slips through a tackle as uh, wow. Keenan Gaskin tried to bring him down by his ankles. Davis runs through the ankle tackle, angles out across midfield, needed about seven for the first down. That's about what he got exactly as they mark him out at the Griffin 46. Yep, first down, well, yes, at about the 46-yard line. That's a gain of six, first and 10, Carney. Big conversion that, frankly, they needed as well. Griffin fans, cover your ears because TJ Davis is actually having a TJ Davis-like day yep. today. It's his best performance of the season visually that we've had for a Loper quarterback since Davis was the All-American last season. Harlan Hill finalist each of the last couple of years on first and 10 as Davis takes a shot on a toss sweep. He gives it to Reggie Anderson. Flags are down. Did the ball come out? No. Anderson gets pushed back. There is a penalty marker down. Far boundary. Penalty comes down about where the tackle was made. That'd be a gain of about six on the toss to Reggie Anderson. And again, those extracurriculars are coming back. The mm -hmm. same receiver we had launched the Missouri Western defender into the sideline, now getting tangled up on the far side. A lot of jawing, a lot of talking, smacking of their own helmets, puffing out of their own chest. And you have to think with UNK being on the aggressor side, they're going to get snipped first, especially at home, as a penalty goes against the Lopers. Again, these ref mics are less than stellar, so a little hard to hear what that was. Well, a lightning strike actually struck Foster Field a couple of weeks oh, ago. Yeah. So the entire PA system has been rejuvenated. And by rejuvenated, I mean we have temporary speakers along the sideline that you can see in front of us along oh, the UNK yeah. side. I forgot. <laughs> Welcome to Kearney, Nebraska. Reminds me of Chiefs training camp when they roll those speakers <laughs> out onto the mosaic training fields in St. Joe. We, too, would like to think this is Chiefs training camp. I bet you would. First and 16 <laughs> for Kearney. Back to their own 48-yard line. That penalty goes for about five yards against the Lopers. Trips right, one receiver left. Davis in the gun. Stepping up, looks to throw. Going to take off and run. Tripped up. Griffin's ready for it there. Coming off his block to make that stop was Brandon Johnson. So that was first and 15. Davis still gets a positive gain of, well, actually, they're going to say his knee went down at the 50s. That's only a gain of about two. It'll be second and 14 for the Lopes. Ball at midfield, ball in the left hash. Lopers driving from left to right. Loper offensive coordinator Colby Elvis has made a priority to make TJ Davis the priority in this second half. And for the opening possession for the Lopers, he has toted the rock more often than he did in that first half. And he does have 105 all-purpose yards, two passing touchdowns does TJ Davis. Four wide receivers, two each way. Davis back to throw, tight pocket, tight window, and he does complete a ball down to the Griffin 30-yard line. Coming up with that catch, Zorian Stanton. First time we've called his name all day today. And once again, the Lopers in plus territory. First and 10 at the Griffin 31. That is a gain of about 20 on the dot. And Zorian Stanton with a nice catch for Nebraska Kearney. For Stanton, that is his eighth grab of the year. Lopers wanted to move quick. TJ Davis delayed give to the running back. That's Kevin Brown again. Brown's had a quietly decent day. That's his fourth carry. Puts him over 25 yards, averaging six yards a carry that first half. Going back to that first down reception, Stanton had a, a terrific dig round that cut across the middle teeth of the defense. And credit TJ Davis. And he had to put the ball only where Stan could get it. And Missouri Western had tight coverage. TJ just a better ball to convert. Gain of one there for Kevin Brown. Second and nine for Carney. Griffin's on their heels again. <clears throat> but an odd game in Kearney. Two and a half quarters in the books. Lopers 14, Griffin 7. Lopers on the move. 
And again, the Lopers send all sorts of receivers in motion. Davis in the gun give to Kevin Brown. Chased down and, and almost no gain on the play. Griffin's good containment there. For the second straight week, really, the Griffin's doing a pretty decent job of slowing the run. C.J. Ravenel leads the stop for the Griffins. Outside of a couple of scrambles by T.J. Davis where he's been able to squirt and escape and get, get by a couple of defenders, you're right, Tommy, that the traditional run game has not had as much success as the Lopers would like to see. No gain there, third and nine. Carney only averaging three yards a rush, 71 net rushing yards. Carney is three for seven on third down. They've got it third and nine at the Griffin 30. Just over six minutes left, third quarter, 14-7. Lopers the lead. They give it to Kevin Brown, stutter steps, no room to run kind of an interesting play call there as again Brown gets the carry kind of started up the middle and it looked like a counter to the left but linebacker Keenan Gaskin all over it only a gain of one that's fourth and eight and again Carney not really known for their field goal prowess this would be about a 47 yard attempt I think they're gonna try it Kyle failing who failed from 22 yards in the first half he will try for what would be a career long so he's from the 29, a 46-yarder here. Ball on about the left hash. And the Lopers are missing a player. They have to send one on late, and this will likely cost a timeout against UNK. Yes, it will. Wind is kind of blowing across the field from left to right. So if anything, Carney sort of has the wind at their back, if that makes sense. It's not blowing end zone to end zone. It's kind of from corner to corner. So, yes, Carney does have to spend a uh, second half timeout here. They've got two remaining, still all three for the Griffins. 5.26 to go, third quarter. Nebraska Kearney chance to go up two possessions for the first time today. Nebraska Kearney 14, Missouri Western 7. Missouri Western has done a good job on this drive, being able to keep with their cues in front of them. The defensive line especially, I think, has played an excellent contest, although the score doesn't say so. Lopers are still up 14-7. to This is a big critical moment of this contest because you would give some decent field position to Missouri Western, and maybe the offense who went about six plays and had to punt on their opening drive would get a little bit of juice from their defense if they could force a stop and no points here. Well, that is the hope, a 46-yard field goal. The wind has died down a little bit, I would say, since we started, but still a little blustery down on the field. It does aid as it does travel, as you mentioned, from the northeast corner of the stadium across where the kick will come from the left hash. Hunter Krause holds. Kyle Failing sends a pretty decent kick toward the uprights, and he nailed it a career long for Kyle Failing, the junior out of Port Orchard, Washington. Puts it through the uprights, and that is good. Well, Carney has now scored 17 unanswered points with 5.21 to go in the third quarter. In the third quarter, Nebraska Carney 17, Missouri Western seven. And that scoring drive for Carney goes 10 plays, 46 yards, nothing super fancy, but they had that big 19-yard completion to Zorian Stanton which put Carney deep enough on the Griffin end to get within position to try that field goal. Well, there is a media timeout on the field, but my next break says end of the third, so it looks like I burned one break too many during halftime, but only 5.21 to go in the third, so only 5.21 of game time left until we take another break. Tommy Rezach, Austin Jacobson with you. Well, if the pressure wasn't on before, it is ramped up a little bit now for Missouri Western. Still ample time, a quarter and change, but now, you're down two possessions. The Griffins haven't scored since the 13-30 mark. 
of the first quarter. That's six consecutive drives, Austin Jacobson, by this Griffin offense, where it's not like they're not moving it. Total yards, 222, but just like last week, at times, sustaining drives. The Griffins had a series of drives last week where they had to punt six straight times. And in that series of events, the Griffins got down 24-10. Made it a game late, but you don't want to have to rely on late-game heroics to come out of a with, that, with a victory. Yeah, Tommy, you mentioned it in the pregame about where Missouri Western's offensive and defensive identity was. Well, you need to find that here. And today, it's been running the football between the tackles, inside of the guards. Make sure you pull someone across, run your inside zone, whatever you has been working in the first two and a half quarters. Get back to basics and do it again here. Make the Lopers beat you with something differently defensively. Force them to adjust. Here's the deep end over end, over end kick by Kyle Failing. Jalen Lampley will catch it and take a knee in his own end zone. That'll bring the Griffins out first and 10 on their own 25-yard line. You know, I mentioned a little bit about running the football, but Armani Eden has actually put the ball where it needs to go more oh, often than not. I, I think that he's done an excellent job of keeping the ball in control. Just a couple of key drops on, on some bubble routes, some timing opportunities that have been kind of the big bugaboo so far of today's offense, mm. especially throwing the football. Yeah, I count three drops, one by Tyler Carey, one by Brandon Hall, one by Jonas Bennett. But yeah, Eden 11 of 18 for 95 yards, been sacked only once. One turnover by the Griffs. It was a lost fumble by Seth Cromwell, who is still the lead rusher for Western. 12 carries, 84 yards. Yeah, the Griffins still out rushing the Lopers, 127 to 77, but now the Griffins down 10 at 17-7 with 5.21 left third quarter. Griffins went three and out on their last series. Eden dials long distance on first down. It's just not there. Trey James well wow. covered down the field, and they're going to throw a flag. That is surprising to I say the least. I don't know about that. Jervin Smith, the corner, in on the coverage. And that's going to draw some boos. And, yeah, I don't know. They were, I mean, obviously running step for step there. But they will call defensive pass interference on UNK. Wow. And I believe it will go. I didn't catch the number. Jervin Smith. Jervin Smith. And, unfortunately for the Lopers, it's a bit of a close call. But for Missouri Western, this is your chance. Go ahead and try to take advantage. I say on this opportunity, open up the playbook and see if something big can come out because the Lopers right now reeling a bit aggressive defensively. They're going to try to make a big play, get after the Lopers, and try to put the pedal to the metal early. Well, in a game as weird and as ugly as this, yeah, you'll take whatever you can get right now. First and 10 Griffins from their own 40. Edden again back to throw over the middle. Caught open for short yardage. And there's a dog pile at the middle of the field. Tyler Carey comes down with that one. Although, that's his third catch of the day. Although not the big play we were talking about a moment ago, Edden sees what he has, takes what he can get, and moves the ball forward to set up second down and four. Again, opens up your offense. And if you can get back to that ground game, get UNK on their heels, win the time of possession battle, this UNK defense is used to being very tired in the fourth quarter. Yeah, the Griffins uh, spreading it out pretty well with 23 rush attempts and uh, 19 pass attempts, and they keep it on the ground to the Griffs on second and short, but it's going to be third and intermediate as Seth Cromwell gets buried in the backfield for a loss of one or two. Joko Willis, that very talented middle linebacker, junior out of LaGrange, Georgia, a, a former Auburn Tiger at that is Joko Willis. So it's about a no-gainer there. It's going to be third and five, and again, Western 
behind the chains a bit. It's now it's not third and long. I mean, it's a third and manageable five, I'll call it, for the Griffins on their own 46. But for the second week in a row, the third downs have hindered the Griffs. Western two for seven on third. I would go as far to say this could potentially be four down territory, depending on where the spot of this play ends. Four minutes and counting left third quarter. Carney leads it here 17 to seven over Missouri Western in Carney. Two receivers each way. Back to throw goes Eden under a little pressure. Rolls to his right, gets rid of it. Finds Trey James at the last minute. Tackled past the marker across the 50. Shoved out of bounds in front of his own bench. In on the stop, Jervin Smith. But the Griffins will move the chains. Armani Eden does what he does so well. Improvising under the pressure, moves the pocket, and finds that bad man, Mr. Reliable, Travion James, for his fourth catch of the day, first and 10 Missouri Western. On the left side slot, Jonas Bennett ran a seam route against the linebacker for UNK. Was wide open, but the pressure came flushing Eden to the right. He finds an outlet, converts. Big play there for Missouri Western. Again, two receivers each way. The give is to Cromwell, and Carney getting better contain on him than they did the first half. Good solo tackle there by Quillen Felton. 6'4", 215-pound junior. Transferring in out of Butler County Community College in Kansas. He's made some big plays today. He's been dinged up a little today, too. Had a fumble recovery back in that first half. That time, Cromwell, it's still a gain of about one. Second and nine for the Griffs at the Kearney 48. 310 and counting, third quarter. Kearney 17, Missouri Western 7. Ample time, but the pressure is on these Griffins a little bit. Jack Johnson will stand up at his defensive end spot, now drops back. Edden back to throw over the middle, wide open. Tyler Carey, but shoved back. Good open field tackle there by the Griffs. That's CJ Keel. Sophomore corner coming up to make that stop. Carey's been active today. That is his season high fourth catch. Third and two for Western, you'll take that. Sixth play of the offensive series here for Western, and you have to expect Tim Schofter's defense for the Lopers going to do something tricky here. They dropped the defensive end Johnson on the last play, brought an extra linebacker, try to confuse Eden on this third down. Just four down linemen, Eden in the gun, two receivers each way. Cromwell's the back, flanked off to Eden's right leg. They give it to Cromwell, he kind of slipped. He stayed on his feet, he kind of stuttered. Third and a long two, and again to make the play, Quillen Felton got there first. Fourth down now, I would say this is four down territory. Griffins are 0 for 1 on fourth down today. It's fourth and a long four for the Griffs at the Kearney 43-yard line. Biggest play of the game so far, certainly if you are Missouri Western. The Griffins on third down this year are now five of eight. Now the Lopers have given up more fourth downs than any team this year. 12 of 18 are opponents against the Lopers on fourth. Go to your reliable receiver in this moment. Find the route that you like and let him work to the sticks. That's either Jonas Bennett or Trey James. Trips left, one receiver right, back to throw. Eden gets rid of it quickly. And there he is, Jonas Bennett, right, and I mean right at the marker at about the 39. They'll give him an extra yard to the 38, gain of five. Take a deep breath, Griff Nation. First and 10, Missouri Western as they convert on fourth down. That's one as you're an officiating crew. Let's, we know it's a first down. Let's move the ball slightly forward so we don't bring the chains all the way out to the opposite side. Of course, a little bit of you know sarcasm in that comment, but a great play by Eden to be able to find Bennett and convert for a first down. First and 10, Western at the Kearney 38. A promising drive going. Can they score on it? As uh, Eden dumps it off in a flat to Trey James. And there was no blockers blocking there as Eden had to get rid of it in a hurry. James makes the catch for a negative gain for a loss. 
of, what, four yards there. Yep, it'll be second and 14. Yeah, no one was fooled there on the Carney defense. Interesting play call as well. We see as a long throw from the left hash to the far sideline in a bunch formation. You expect that your team can get the ball out quickly, get a couple of blocks and work up field. UNK read it well. They blew it up defensively, and the rest of the team rallied for a tackle for loss. Second and 13 for Western at the Cardi 41. Inside of 30 seconds left third quarter, Carney's up 17-7. Griff's on the move. Armani Eden gets hit, gets, avoids the rush, runs to his right, keeps it, gets knocked out. He's going to lose a couple more yards again. In on the chase there for Carney, Jaden Swink, redshirt junior defensive lineman. Transfer out of the University of Arkansas Pine Bluff, a Division I school in HBCU. That's a loss of about one or two more yards. Ugh, third and Griffin's behind the sticks again. Kind of a tough look that time for clock is stopped. Clock stopped now. It resumes. I don't know. Will they get another snap off in the third quarter? We'll see. Eden was rolling out to his right and had receivers trying to cross uh, uh, around the middle part of the field. Couldn't connect as everyone was a little bit off rhythm. And it's going to enter the fourth quarter with Missouri Western not only doing some soul searching but just needing something big to happen here to start the fourth. Yeah, 15 minutes left. That's the end of the third. The Griffins are held off the board for the second straight quarter. Carney adds a field goal to their total, and at the end of three. It's Nebraska Kearney 17, Missouri Western 7. Griffins are on the Loper side, but with a third and 15 when we come back. It's Missouri Western football on the Griffin Sports Network. Welcome back to Foster Field, Ron and Carroll Cope Stadium on the campus of the University of Nebraska Kearney. Missouri Western football on the road. Missouri Western football in a bind as we start the fourth quarter. Nebraska Kearney 17. Missouri Western seven. Well, the Griffins, it's been, uh, stop me if you've heard this today. Griffins have a nice drive going, but can they cap it off? That's the question. The Griffins have moved 46 yards on 11 plays, but once again, just a bit behind the sticks. Second and 15 for the Griffs. Ball is at the Loper 43 yard line. Could be looking at four down territory. The Griffs have converted on third down once this drive. They've converted on fourth once as well. And that drive chart, by the way, nine plays, 32 yards as I hit refresh on my stat monitor. Teams have switched sides. Griffin's drive toward what I believe is the south end zone. Yep. Trips left, one receiver right. Eden back to throw. Eden stepping up. Gets a nice block, but pressure coming from behind. Going to run. Outruns the Lopers, and he's got a first down. Across the 30, down to the 25-yard line. We got a beautiful block from Marquis Simmons that opened the pocket, and then two Lopers got free, nearly blindsided him from behind. But Armani Eden turned on the afterburners and another critical third down conversion on this drive to keep it going for the Griffins. Quillen Felton just missed at his defensive end spot, trying to chase down Eden right at the line of scrimmage. And Eden, a fantastic use of ball carrier vision to convert the chains on a critical third down. Two receivers each way. Eden back to throw with Hall in the backfield with him. Eden, a dart over the middle, could have been picked. It'll fall to the turf incomplete Chris Floyd Jr. the intended receiver on the play pretty good coverage again could have been picked off by Trey O'Gwin it'll be second down and 10. 17-7, Lopers up by 10. Start of the fourth quarter. It's not do or die time yet for Missouri Western, but again, this has been the toughest part of the field, especially this end zone. Yeah, you went yeah. down twice on that side in the second quarter, unable to get scores. Missouri Western needs to not only get points, you really would love to get the touchdown, put the pressure back on an offense for UNK that struggled in those moments all season. Yeah, you punch it in, it's a three-point game. So still, yeah, that's important. Anything can happen here. But yeah, Western hasn't scored since the 13-29 mark of the first. First quarter, and now the Griffins may have to spend a timeout here. 
That's yeah. a that's a tough way to use a timeout as yeah, well. Yeah, it's Missouri, not one they wanted to use. Yep. Missouri Western was set up to try to see if they could get some outside receivers into a, a formidable position, but UNK had substituted on an extra defensive back. That, I think, gave quarterback Armani Edna a little bit of hesitancy as to what he was seeing in front of him. Got the offense stuck out late and to avoid a delay of game on this second down and 10, trying to use a timeout and see if this possession is more critical than maybe the timeout later in the game. Well, we finally have some other MIAA games that are underway. Let's take a look at that scoreboard. 3.24 to go in the second quarter. Bit of a shootout in Topeka as Fort Hayes State leads Washburn 17-14. Again, that one approaching halftime. Bit of a shootout, too, at Walton Stadium in Warrensburg. Yeah, I, I would say uh, Central Missouri 21, Emporia State 14. That's the 18th-ranked Mules hosting the 24th ranked Hornets just kicking off in Jeff City it's Missouri Southern at uh, Lincoln that uh, game going on today I said Northeastern was winless I stand corrected Northeastern did beat Lincoln so Northeastern <laughs> State who lost to Carney yeah I know how dare you.com <laughs> Northeastern lost to Carney earlier this year Northeastern State's at Spratt Stadium next Saturday at one o'clock and just underway in Maryville it's second ranked Pittsburgh second ranked Pittsburgh State and Northwest Missouri State just kicked off as we're just past two o'clock here. On second and 10 after the timeout, Griffins keep it on the ground, nothing doing. Seth Cromwell, maybe a yard, it'll be third and long again, third and about nine. Again, the Lopers defense are, isn't doing anything different on these run plays. The defensive line is just standing up and making some bigger plays as we now see a little bit of a shift change coming for the Chaos Tempo defense. The Lopers substituting out size for a lot of speed. Expect pressure here from UNK. A line change, as they call it in hockey. Third and 10 for Missouri Western at the Loper 24. Griff's three for nine on third down. No defensive linemen. As Eden goes back to throw, and with no D lineman, finds a little room to run to the 15, kind of shimmied away from a guy, juked a guy out. He does have the first down yardage, does Eden another big conversion. Gain of 11, first and 10 Western, back in the red zone at the Loper 13. I wasn't sure if that was a design quarterback play call, but Eden read at least one receiver moving and saw no defenders to his right, sprinted towards that far sideline and used his athleticism to convert the chains and makes UNK pay for putting no one down on the defense. Eden's been sacked only once. That puts him up to about 30 net rushing yards. And yeah, the Griffins need to punch it in here. 13 minutes to go, and the clock is moving. Western trailing here at Nebraska Kearney, 17-7, knocking on the door. But their last two drives in the red zone, a missed field goal and a turnover on downs. Play action, Eden dumps it off a bit late. Had a guy at the goal line. That receiver gets bumped. It was Trey James. Trey a little bit shaken up. He's going to jog off. And it looks like the Griffins will send in, in his place, Jake Berry, number five. Yeah, Trey James is going to come off. And Eden under a little bit of He threw that in a tight window, nearly caught, but again, just came out a bit late. And it'll be second down and 10. Clock will stop at 12.53. So, yeah, now split out wide left is Jake Berry. He's been on the field. He's caught a touchdown this year. Watch for him. Chris Floyd Jr., Bennett, Will Schwartz, bunched tight to the right. Edden in the gun with Seth Cromwell. We have not seen Jared Scott today. We've seen some Brandon Hall. Snap back to Armani. Edden takes a shot. End zone. Fade route. Catching it. Coming back. Turning around. Catching it. Touchdown, Missouri Western. Jake Barry. 
Jake Berry comes in for his first snap all day long in the place of Travion James. And finally, the Griffins back on the board. That is Berry, only his sixth catch of the year, his second career touchdown, both as a Griffin and a college football player. It is Kearney 17, Missouri Western 13, and that changes everything with 12.48 to go in the game. They used to call it a back shoulder fade, but that time Berry just able to get some separation. Beautiful ball by Armani Eden to throw it towards the near side corner as that puts Missouri Western back in the game. And you mentioned an off day for Missouri Western, but you're still able to connect on a big pass play. Now the pressure's on the UNK offense. An offense that has struggled throughout the season to earn time of possession to try to milk out some clock and score to keep Missouri Western at bay. 15 plays, 75 yards, and it is officially a Let's see, about a, yes, a 15-yard pitch and catch from Armani Eden to Jake Berry. Little fade route in the corner. Jake Berry makes the catch. We got a timeout on the field with 12.48 to go in the game. It's a new game. Kearney 17, Missouri Western 14. Kickoff next on the Griffin Sports Network. Well, I want to correct something. I said that was Jake Berry, only his second career collegiate touchdown. It was his second as a Griff, fourth in his career. Jake Berry, the East Central transfer out of Ada, Oklahoma, had two uh, receiving touchdowns last year. For Jake Berry, he had a touchdown catch against Lincoln back on week two of this year, and now a vital one of 14 yards to give the Griffins some points. Their first point since the first quarter, 12.48 to go in the fourth, in the game, one score game. Kearney 17, Missouri Western 14. Spencer Springer kicks off, calling for the fair catch inside his own fives, uh, Bailey Torres. I'm not sure that he can do what he just did. He called for a fair catch after he caught it and then took a knee. Uh -oh. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I think that he Ooh, will be down, at the, down at the four. He, he called for a fair catch after he caught the football, then put a knee down as if he was in the end zone. Oh, boy. It will be down at the four. The new NCAA rules allow you to fair catch a ball inside of the 20 right. to advance it to the 25, and Torres just unaware as to where he was on the field. I saw him wave his hand, so they're going to say he went down, he knelt, and then waved his hand? Is that kind of how that He all? never waved his hand before catching the, pe the catch. Oh, he the caught kick. it, he and caught then, it, that's then right. waved, that's and then put right. his knee down. That could be a monumental mistake. Oh, my gosh. And the Lopers are now in the shadow of their own end zone, 96 yards away from where they want to be, but they've done it once before against Missouri Western in this say, game. Yeah, they had a seven-play, 94-yard touchdown where they scored back in that second quarter. Davis from his own end zone throws a little slant out to his running back. That's going to go for a couple yards as he completes that one out to Zane Schwong. We know Zane Schwong's one of the better athletes on this Kearney team. Redshirt sophomore out of Waverly, Nebraska, but we haven't seen him a whole lot. We've seen him in the special teams and Schwong gets his first offensive yards all day long and it's a gain of four four yards that Kearney needed. It'll be second and call it five for the Lopers on their own eight. Schwong was a perfect tailback for the Josh Lynn system. Here for Ryan Held, not as much, but he's still figures to be a factor in this offense, especially in the fourth quarter. Davis in the gun, and he fakes a handoff. It's an option pitch to the left that gets tripped up. They're going to say it's a forward pass complete to A.J. McPhee, who gets tripped up by Braden Wright. C.J. Ravenel also in the area, close to a first down there. That was second and five. It's now third and one, so a gain of four on the completion to McPhee. And that was his third catch of the day for McPhee, which leads the Lopers. Third and short here for Carney. So if you're Carney, the best thing you can do here is just keep the ball out of the hands of the Griffins, run some clock. Carney up and down on third down, three of eight. 
Davis in the gun. They've got third and one to the Lopes on their own 13, 17, 14. Carney the lead here, 11 and a half to play. Davis on an option keeper, and he gets swallowed up in the backfield. Brecken Manis is there along with Jaden Brown. Yes. Excellent play that time by Brown. It was a read option where they leave Brown unblocked, and Davis had the right read. Brown, in that moment, more athletic than the All-American quarterback as he wraps him up by the ankles, playing both running back and quarterback. And at a critical juncture for Missouri Western, it could be a big momentum swing here, all because of a special team's fault from UNK at the start of the drive. That's right. Bookmark that one. And this is only the sec uh, Excuse me, the third time that Carney will be on the punts. Their third three and out, and Hunter Krause has his heels in the back of his own end zone. There's the snap. The Griffins do send the block. Krause gets off a wobbly kick, takes a Carney bounce. Jalen Lampley of Missouri Western will leave it alone, but this is going to set up Missouri Western with great field position. Well, I mean, that's a pretty good punt, all things considered. It'll put the Griffins first and 10 at the Loper 47. Considering the fact Krause was about eight yards deep in the end zone, that's about a 50-yard kick just in terms of net yards. But since Carney was backed up due to that special teams miscue by Bailey Torres, Thought he fair caught the ball inside the five. Instead, he caught it, weighed for the fair catch, knelt at the four, and Carney goes three and out inside their own 10. The Griffins gifted a short field and a chance to go back in front when we return. Final media timeout of the game, 10.34 remaining here in Kearney. It's Nebraska Kearney 17, Missouri Western 14. It's Griffin football on the Griffin Sports Network. Well, Nebraska Kearney, I was talking with Austin Jacobson here at the break. Our guest analyst today, I'm Tommy Rezach. 10.34 to go in this game. Missouri Western trailing Kearney 17-14. But after the Lopers go three and out deep on their own end, Griffins gifted a short field after the punt, first and 10 at the Loper 47. Kearney not known as a second-half team. Getting outscored in second halves this year, a combined 108-76. to Trips left, one receiver right is Trey James. Good to see him back in there if he got shook up the last drive. Brandon Hall, the running back, flanked off to Eden's right leg in the backfield. Eden back to throw, has an open man, almost slipping. That could have been no man's land, but coming back to make a catch, slipping on the turf is Tyler Carey. What a day it's been for Tyler. He's going to have first down yardage two up to the Kearney 36-yard line. That's a gain of 11 yards. That will be a play that Armani Eden wants back because he had his receiver open on play action, double move, could have hit him for an even bigger yard but in the short term converts for a first down. Missouri Western, all the momentum on their side. Well, on a day where the Griffins have had some uncharacteristic drops, yeah, you'll take an acrobatic catch right there. Yeah, listen, just go down and score however you can if you're Missouri Western here. That's the goal. First and 10 Western as, oh, another drop here as the uh, Armani Eden tries to check it down to Tyler Carey, who again left open, could hear footsteps in hot pursuit and just bobbled it by the face mask. Incomplete Trey O'Gwin was coming. It'll be second and 10. 9.52 remain, Nebraska Kearney 17, Missouri Western 14. Well, certainly more interesting than the Griffins would have liked, but I guess that's life in the MIAA, especially when you're on the road, even when you're facing a team that's three games below 500. I mean, it's, <laughs> there's no gimmies, there's no off weeks in this conference, that's for sure. Trips right for Armani Eden in the gun. Hall flanked off to his right. Second and 10 from the Loper 36. Eden dumps it near side. Incomplete, broken up by Nebraska Kearney. I wasn't sure where that was going for a second. A laser beam by Armani Eden Jabea to Long. Defends that pass, knocks it away. Another third and long for Missouri Western. Now the Griffins are getting better on third, five for 11. And they're, on pl they're in plus territory, not field goal range yet. 
Third and 10 from the Loper 36. Felton did a great job, the defensive end, getting his hands up. Might have tipped the ball at the line of scrimmage to change its trajectory. And UNK's defense would like to do the same here, although they are, again, trading out size for more speed. Only one defensive lineman. Two DNs, yeah, only three down linemen at all. Snap back to Eden. All day to throw. Winds up, pass is caught. Jonas Bennett, middle of the field, 25-20. Jonas angles for more yards. He's got the first down. The line to gain was the 27, and Bennett, thanks to an extra effort, all the way up to the 16-yard line, pick up a 20 yards, first and 10 Missouri Western State, back into the red zone. Bennett's fourth catch of the day. With less than 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter, the Lopers now reeling defensively, and you start to see the effect of some longer drives from the first half, where Missouri Western was unable to score. The Lopers were flexing defensively. Now they're on their heels and have continued to play snap after snap after the Griffins went 15 plays on their previous scoring drive. First and 10, Griffins from the 16-yard line of Nebraska Kearney back in the red zone. Western two for four in the red zone today. Armani Eden calling signals, three on the play clock. Griffins already down to two timeouts. Eden gets the snap off just in time. Delayed give to Cromwell. Kearney shows blitz. Kearney gets there. Couple of lopers bring him down. Jack Johnson along with Tell Spees. Haven't called Spees' name a whole lot today. He's one of those veteran defensive linemen. A captain, a senior. Uh, former South Dakota Coyote is Tell Spees as uh, Austin was telling me he's had brothers that have played for this Loper program before. That's going to be a loss of three, second and 13. As older brother Ty, the head coach for the Loomis Wolves just in Phillips oh, yeah. County. So for all is that six-man football? That is eight-man eight football. Eight-man, okay. Yep. We're in the second round of eight-man football here in the state of Nebraska. Trips left, one receiver right, Eden in the gun, Cromwell off to his left on second and 13. Eden back to throw, finds Bennett open in the flat, but great pursuit for minimal gain. Bennett will have maybe a couple of yards as Jameer Jones, the corner, comes in to make that play. Excellent pursuit by Jones. Jameer Jones playing that nickel position. It's only a gain of two on the catch by Bennett. Griffin's definitely within field goal range, third and 11 from the Loper 18. But boy, oh boy, would you like to tack on six and get the lead here as we're already kind of approaching that halfway point of the fourth quarter, 7.55 and counting. Nebraska Kearney 17, Missouri Western 14. This is where Coach Fenwick has a decision to make here. With your offensive coordinator, you need to be on the same page. Are we trying to be aggressive, take the lead, play conservative, hold the football, and get a score? It's third and 11, a lot on the table. Trips right, Edinburgh. Back to throw, rolls right, looks right. Oh, and a drop. He had Jalen Lampley out on an island. I think he would have been short of the marker. But that hit Lampley, I mean, right in the shoulder pad. He had both hands on it, and that's just a drop. That's the fifth drop by the Griffins today. So they will go with the conservative approach. I think that's the right call on fourth and 11. And not getting any yards on third down, that mm -hmm. doesn't help your cause either. That is a frustrating mm. way for that drive to come to an end. Cody Watson has missed from 45, had one blocked from 30. This one is from 33, from the left hash. Toward the south uprights, the kick is on its way. Has the distance, and it is good. Missouri Western has tied the game. Ten unanswered points here in the second half. The Griffins do get points on the board, so it gets more interesting yet as the Griffins go. Seven plays, 27 yards. The Griffins got a short field, had a couple of first downs, but the Kearney defense able to hold. Another Griffin drop stalls things as well, but with 7.31 to go in the game, we are tied. Nebraska Kearney 17, Missouri Western 17, and we are commercial free for the rest of this game. We've already taken our two in-game media timeouts. I'm Tommy Rezach, Austin Jacobson joining us on the air 
here today. Well, Kearney has a tough test next week. You guys go to Emporia State. And that is a team that has always been on the backside of Kearney. They have done a tremendous job making sure that they get in front of the Lopers when they were run heavy. Now a much different scale of opponent next week. But for the Lopers right now, the main focus is just getting back to their basics. Uh -huh. They have not been able to have much third or fourth quarter success throughout the season. And it feels like this game, once again, not even just slipping through the fingertips, it almost feels like it has fallen out completely. And you have to wonder at what point on the sideline do the guys look at each other and just go, same old story we've dealt with all season. 17-17 the score, 7.31 left. So Kearney is at Emporia, 2 o'clock game next week. Missouri Western home to Northeastern State. It's the Rogers Pharmacy Hall of Fame game. Pre-game at noon, kickoff at 1 right here on the Griffin Sports Network. Spencer Springer at the 35, tees it up. Nice end-over-end -end kick. Kearney doesn't even send anyone back there. After, what, after the uh, fair catch, Hellabaloo the last time, a misjudged fair catch. I don't even know how you label that exactly. A ball that was fielded at the three, and uh, Torres, that is the kick returner, Bailey Torres, thought he had a fair catch, caught it, waved, went to a knee. Carney started at the four. This time, the Lopers will just watch it go out of the back of the end zone. First and 10, Carney at their own 25-yard line. Game tied. That's 17. Well, this has been up and down to say the least. Western scored a touchdown in the first minute and a half of the game. Kearney scores 17 on answer to go up 17-7 entering the fourth quarter. But now the Griffins have scored 10 unanswered all in the fourth to not the game up. You wonder how conservative the Loper offense might be here just to prevent the big play from going against them. Davis in the gun, or excuse me, that's uh, Sean Johnson Jr., is it not? It is. it is. Backup quarterback on a draw play. That, those have been the run plays where Carney's gashed Western the most, just those simple quarterback draws through the middle. And right there, Sean Johnson Jr., the backup quarterback, pickup of 11, first and 10 Lopers, up to their own 36-yard line. For a guy nicknamed Fats by his Loper teammates, he sure does have some quick feet at 6'2", 180, has the ability to get north and south after just a quick shuffle over to the right side, saw a slight gap between right guard and right tackle, blasted ahead, good blocking ahead. Missouri Western will have to clean that up defensively, stay within their gaps. Six carries for 55 yards for Sean Johnson Jr. He stays in at the quarterback spot, fakes a handoff to T.J. Davis, guts up running up the middle of the field, gashes the Griffins for about 15 more. In the plus territory, Keenan Gaskin makes the stop, but here comes Carney again, first and 10 Lopers at the Missouri Western 45. UNK's not doing anything that creative. All they're doing is trying to get Missouri Western running one direction and then stepping to the opposite way. You get Davis, the speedster, going to the left on a jet sweep motion. Johnson then runs it up the middle. Whole defense parts like the Red Sea, wide open alley right across the logo. Now time is going to become a factor quickly. I mean, we're getting down to 6-13 and counting. Game tied at 17. Lopers have the ball first and 10 at the Western 45. Both teams with two timeouts as well. Trips bunched on top of each other far to the left. Two receivers right. Johnson Jr., another drop late. Third straight time. The Griffins at least limit the damage, but still seven yards on first down. Three snaps, exact same play, and it's second and three Carney at the Griffin 38-yard line. Brandon Johnson, the tackle. Right tackle, Justin Anatone came through on a pulling motion to spring out the defensive end who flew up the field. Same play design as Tommy had mentioned. Defensive ends are allowed to fly up as if they're pass rushing. Johnson just sees it, steps forward, and can easily move past with his athleticism. Carney's certainly taking their time between snaps. 13 on the play clock as they get up to the line. Sean Johnson Jr. still the, the, running, uh, the quarterback, empty backfield in the gun, three receivers left, two to the right, draw play, starts middle, cuts it right side, first down as a block, angles out of bounds. 
I heard somewhere recently, as Carney will have first and 10 at the Griffin 30, I, it was like a podcast or a show where they said, hey, if they're not stopping it, run it till they do. That's exactly what Carney's doing here. Nothing fancy. Sean Johnson Jr., the backup quarterback, who you really don't have a lot of tape on coming into this game as uh, Coach Ryan Held and his staff throwing a couple of wrenches into Missouri Western's game plan defensively. And the Lopers, again, it's been, what, five straight draw plays to Sean Johnson Jr.? Incorrect. Johnson, not a lot of action throughout his first two years here in Kearney, but doing a tremendous job on this drive, just running a simple offense. Again, T.J. Davis in motion, snap to Johnson. That time a little busted. T.J. Davis kind of on a late motion as T.J. crossed the center. The snap came to Johnson, cut it to the left, and C.J. Ravenel finally able to stop him in his tracks. The Griffins three-time All-MIAA defensive end. Ravenel comes out. Grant Finley comes in. Second and ten. Now the Griffins, how many times have I said this today, on their heels just a little bit. Second and ten for Carney at the Griffin 30. 423 and counting. It is crunch time as much as it's been all day long here in Carney. Game tied at 17. The Lopers on the edge of field goal range, but Kyle Flailing hit one from 46 yards earlier, so maybe they are the Lopers already in field goal range. Trips left, two receivers right. Sean Johnson Jr., he's got the ball in his hands, back to throw under pressure, gets hit as he throws, throws it away near side, incomplete. Kari Streeter got to be a little careful there, pushed a little bit late, no flags are down, but uh, Sean Johnson Jr. took the shot after he threw it, incomplete, Third down and 10, 4.04 to go. Game tied at 17. Lopers have it on the Griffin 30. And the left guard for UNK, John Merton, he's a redshirt senior, has seen a lot of action here for the Lopers, turned around and told Sean Johnson, the quarterback, throw it quick, get the ball off. The offensive line on that play not designed to hold for too long. Johnson did not like what he saw in his first read, held it too long, had to throw it away late. Two receivers each way. Sean Johnson Jr. still the quarterback, running back off to his right side. T.J. Davis. T.J. Davis, sorry. They kind of look alike when they stand like that. Here's Davis stepping up. Look to throw, nowhere to go, tried to run, goes nowhere. Dakari Streeter brings him down, along with Ison Robinson. Loss of one, fourth and 11 for Kearney at the Griffin 31. Well, now what do you do if you're Ryan Held? I mean, probably you gotta go for the field goal, right? But it's a long one. Yeah, you either take the points here, although take this the is, lead. again, this is a difficult kick. You're asking your field goal kicker to hit 48 yards into the wind, and it looks like UNK is going to take their time, about 15 seconds left on the play clock. Two runner, timeouts. Runner all the way down, take your timeout, discuss with your offensive coach, Colby Ellis, as well as your kicking unit, what do you trust more? And also, on top of that, Tim Schaffner, the defensive coordinator, likely wants to be a part of this conversation just to see, okay, defensively, where do we stand? Mm. How confident are we that we could either get the ball back or force a stop? So yeah, the play clock does run down. 3.16 left on the game clock. Timeout Carney. they've got one remaining. Griffins have two timeouts. And as I look at those flags on top of the goalposts, they're starting to whip around a little bit more. In wind, not a huge factor, 72 degrees today. But the wind has actually picked up a little since kickoff out of the north and east at 10 miles an hour. You got the American flag behind this scoreboard in the south end zone. That's kicked up a little bit. So it's been kind of off and on wind. But now here in the fourth quarter, it's a little windy. So if Carney decided to kick the field goal, they're closer to the right hash, kind of between the hashes. So you got a decent position there, but a little bit of a cross breeze. You hit a 46-yarder earlier, but Carney on the year. Let's see, they missed a field goal today, so they're three of eight on field goals as a team. 
And the benefits of this kick coming at home as well, Kyle Failing knows if you head in towards this north end zone, Foster Field is in a slight bowl. There's a hill that takes ah, over the outside, yeah. and you have the Centennial Towers east and west as residential halls over to the northeast where the wind comes out of. Uh -huh. A line drive kick actually protects itself from the wind here in this stadium. Anything higher up, and the wind will kick it around and try to push it away, and it looks like it will be instead a punt. So you use a timeout, all that conversation to talk, Tommy. Turns out we don't know what we're talking about. Game tied at 17, and Hunter Krause lined up to punt. Fourth and 11 for Carney at the Western 31. Griffins do not send anyone back. The Griffins have blocked four punts this year. They send the block. Krause took his time getting that snap off, and he hangs a high duck. Oh, that no. takes a Griffin bounce that stopped at the 15 and leapt forward to about the 19. Carney is there to down it. Oh, boy, that's about a 12-yard punt. If you want to talk about momentum changes, the failed the failed uh, fair catch and kneel down at the four-yard line for UNK later set up an opportunity for Missouri Western to score a punt that looked like it was going to trajectory itself all the way oh. to the two or one-yard oh, line. Man. Instead, bounces for Missouri Western to their own 18. This is favorable for Missouri Western to go down and see if they can take the lead and steal one at Ron and Carroll Cope Stadium. And now all the Griffins need is a field goal to win it, potentially. Yeah, that punt. He kicked it from about the 35. That stopped dead at the 15 and then bounced forward about four yards. So it only traveled about 19 yards total, 12 yards net. Here's Armani Eden on first down, dumps it off to Brandon Hall on just a little bubble screen. Hall's forward progress is stopped inbounds after a gain of about two. Clock gonna move, but Western, you can let that clock move for a little while yet. Two timeouts for the Griffins. Second and eight Western on their own 20. Nebraska Kearney 17, Missouri Western 17. Griffins were down 10 when this quarter began. They've scored 10 unanswered. Kearney was on the move and then did what Kearney did, shot themselves in the foot doing what Kearney does. Getting my verb tense right there. Second and eight, Eden back to throw, clean pocket. Little dart, right side, caught Trey James. First down, up to the 34-yard line. Pick up a 14, he lost the ball! He lost the ball, Carney says they have it. I don't see an official sign yet. It's Carney football. I disagree with the call in the field. Will I Tyler thought, Fenwick throw the challenge flag? I thought James had the completion and was down on the field before the ball came out, but we also have injured lopers down. We Jameer Jones, who recovered the fumble, he comes off in massive pain and Trey James down on the field too. And I still, I will reiterate, I feel as though James was down I on agree. the field. I agree, And then the ball came out after. So I saw the sideline official closest to the play mark the ball as a completion and then changed his call after the head official converted it to a fumble. So could this be a chance for UNK, and I do see a red flag out. This is a great opportunity by Coach Fenwick to use that challenge flag, and what an opportunity here for our officials to see exactly what we have for the play. So, the yeah, you're right. The initial rule was a gain of 14, first down on a catch by Travion James. Yeah, it seemed to me he got wrapped up, brought down. I was ready to start thinking about the next play, and then Carney came up celebrating. Again, Jameer Jones, the corner, came up victorious, saying he had the football. Then Jameer Jones came off in a ton of pain. Trey James, who's been dinged up at times today, he was helped off the field. He seems to be all right for the most part, but Trey James got knocked up on that play as well. 
as it stand, actually as it stands, the call on the field at the end was a fumble recovered by Carney, which would be the second turnover of the day by the Griffins. Both lost fumbles. Now Tyler Fenwick just threw the challenge flag. I, I know Tyler challenged one play earlier this year. I don't think it was very significant because I can't remember what it was or if he won or lost it. Not that it really matters. But um, this obviously a pretty significant challenge, and I think the Griffins should feel good about it. We're watching it now as Austin Jacobson pulls up the feed on the MIAA network. So Trey makes the catch at the 31. Got hit in the left hip. Still has it. Still, Still has, has it. it. And down at the 34 like is how I see it. It looks yeah. like his rear end went down, and then the ball came out. This should be Missouri Western football, folks. Good good quick thinking on your part pulling up the feed there, buddy. Hey, listen, the MIAA network, well known for its extensive use of replays. So we're happy to be able to have that additional coverage here. What a big impact this changes in the game, too. It's what the commissioner, Mike Racy, has been working for to try to build this brand of the MIAA. And in big moments like this one in a conference contest, Missouri Western needs to mm -hmm. win. This could be the call that changes it all. And from what we saw, we don't have 32 camera angles like a bigger <laughs> broadcast would, but no. we do have one that does appear. A good angle, a favorable yes, angle. That yes. does look like Missouri Western should have it first down and 10 at their own 34. Now, of course, on the opposite side, both coordinators, all coaches on the field, everyone is thinking to themselves, all right, what if it's this? What's the scenario if you do here? What you have to tell your players is regardless of the outcome, get ready for the next snap. Defense, got to have 11 guys out there and ready. Offense, here's your next play if we're going out. That's for both sides. You can't have a long delay like this force you into a bad position on the next snap, regardless of where you stand. Yeah, got to stay present of mind. 228 remain in the game, or in regulation, I guess you could say. Nebraska Kearney 17, Western 17. Refs are coming out, getting ready to make the call. I'll be honest, I don't know where the MIAA replay booth is here at Foster Field. I've been here a long time. There's only been two replays in my time covering the Lopers here at UNK Stadium. Hmm. Here's a replay once more as they play it across the MIAA network. Again, caught at about the 31 by James. Works his way up to the 33-34. He f gets hit by took contact. Took a big shot. Took yeah. a shot in the back, but then is driven down at the 34. That's where I think the ball comes out as he hmm. is laying down on his back and ripped out over the backside by, I believe, Armani Webster. Yeah, Jerome Houston Jr. made the initial contact on the tackle. And then again, recovering the alleged fumble was Jameer Jones, but I think we have reason to believe this is Griffin football. Still no word yet, but if you're gonna overturn the call, which would help the Griffins, that's probably good that they're taking their time yes. to look at this. If well, this was a blatant fumble, I think we'd be back playing already. And the Griffin well, offense back on the yep. field. That is... <laughs> I don't know why I shushed you, yep. I can't even it hear is, it. It is overturned it is, is overturned. what he was said. Yep. And it will be a first and 10 for Missouri Western. And Loper fans will be frustrated with the call, but seeing the replay, that is the correct call on the field. That's why we have replay available here in the MIAA. First and 10, Missouri Western on their own 34 after, yes, a 14-yard catch by Travion James. Six catches today for Trey. First and 10, Western on their own 34. 2.28 to go. Griffin still have two timeouts. They won the challenge. They don't lose the timeout. Trips left, one receiver right. 17-17, your score. They actually reset the game clock, and now it's resuming. Because remember, Trey was tackled in bounds. Here's Eden in the gun, gets the snap. Pressure coming, gets rid of it quick, high, and caught! Climbing the ladder is Jalen Lampley. 
He is out of bounds, just shy of the mark. Oh, excuse me, that's um, uh, Andrew Barry. Jake wow. Barry. Gosh, I'm getting my names wrong. It looked like Lampley, uh, number eight, but it says number five, Jake Barry. I thought that was way over his head, passed into the Griffin bench, but no. Jake Barry, who caught a touchdown this quarter, has a gain of nine, out of bounds to stop the clock momentarily as the clock now resumes inside of two minutes. Second and one for Western on their own 43. Game tied at 17. Griffin's trying to, trying to march down Good the field play. and win it. Here's a draw play by Eden on second and short. First down and plenty more across the 50. Tackled in bounds at the 45. Clock will stop for a moment with the first down. And they move the chains up to the 44. Six plus seven, 13 yards on the run by Armani Eden. A taste of their own medicine. The Loper defense tries to run wide nine defensive ends, rushing the pass lanes outside, leaves the middle of the field open. Great call by Coach Throckmorton to get that one up the gut for the quarterback draw. 131 and counting to go. Missouri Western 17, Kearney 17. First and 10 Griffins at the Loper 44. Looks like it looks like Eden's changing the play at yep. the line and adjusting his coverage mm. as well. Trips right, one receiver left. Eden calling signals, eight on the play clock. Brandon Hall in the backfield with Eden. Snap back to Armani. Again, pressure coming, gets rid of it. Quick pass is caught. Tyler Carey, who's had a good day, catches at the 40. Forward progress with two lopers trailing him. Finally bringing him down there was C.J. Keel. But Tyler Carey will have a hard-earned about four yards. Actually, gain of six, I'm sorry. Second and four for the Griffins at the Loper 38. We're inside of a minute to go. Griffins now bordering on field goal range. That's all they need. We're tied 17-17, 50 seconds and counting. Griffins have two timeouts. They're taking their time as Western. A lot of time. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. So, oh, no. Eden lost the snap, picks it up, runs forward. Now I think the Griffins have to spend a timeout. They will. Eden, a broken play, picked up the snap just short of a first down. That was second and four. It's now third and one, gain of three. Well, that could have been a lot worse. So now you only have 35 seconds. And he ran 25 seconds on the clock after taking the big play on the run and then unable to see if they can get a play call in. You adjust the play at the line. You still have a timeout to go. And a reminder, the wind is picking up more yeah. and more. Now when you're kicking towards the south side, you will have the wind at your back as an advantage. Yes. Missouri Western needs to get this ball a little bit further, preferably maybe closer to the middle hashes if possible, but everything is working in your favor. However, all college football fans know, as soon as you take your foot off the gas and start to peel back, play conservative, play for the win and the field goal, that's when sometimes mistakes can occur, as we saw with Eden dropping the snap. You can't rely on a long field goal. Try to make this as easy as possible for your kicker today. Well, now with only 35 seconds, your options are a little bit limited. You got some time to take some shots to get closer to the end zone. But yeah, the, the number of things you can do at this point, still a little bit limited. Griffin's pretty decent drive going. Five plays, 44 yards. Coming down to the end as it so often does in this MIAA. Third and one for Western. Out of the timeout, Griffin's are at the Loper 34. This would be a 51-yard field goal from this spot. And Watson hit from 47 last week, missed from 45 today. Eden in the gun, Cromwell off to his left, tight formation, trips left, one receiver right, give to Cromwell up the gut. He'll have the first down and a little more, pushing up the Here middle of the, the field. 25-20, oh, no. it's a Philadelphia Eagles push. This pile <laughs> is still going. Oh. 
all the way up to the 14-yard line. That's a gain of 20. How does that happen? 12 extra yards after everyone jumped on the pile. Lopers, Griffins, and maybe even some fans. The student section get on on that one. What fun it is to be Missouri Western there. The brotherly shove, tush push, whatever you want to call it. How about the St. Joe shove? We'll call it that one, Ooh. and you go all the way down, adding an extra 10 yards, and now that field goal looks a lot prettier with 22 oh. seconds left. Well, now 22 seconds, you're at the 14, so now you got a chance at least two tries to the end zone. And here's the, here's the ultimate goal right here for Missouri Western. Go win the game. Do, like, yeah. However you determine you want to do that. If it's a field goal, set yourself up for a field goal to take the chip shot and win. If you want to strike in a touchdown, go ahead and do that. Make sure the whole team is in unison on what the mission is here for the Griffins. Injured loper there is Jack Nicholson, a defensive lineman out of Omaha as he gets up under his own power and now walking off. Nicholas in the left side defensive tackle. So, okay, first and 10 Griffins at the Loper 14, 22 seconds left, 17-17 the score. Griffins have scored 10 unanswered all in this quarter. So you got at least a couple of chances as the clock resumes, but the Griffins will just elect to keep it on the ground. It looks like they've made their choice. They're gonna leave it in the hands of Cody Watson again. Cromwell with a little run up the middle, gain of like one, and Tyler Fenwick is gonna let the clock run down to single digits, and I'm talking like three seconds, Timeout, Missouri Western with three seconds. So not to bring up bad memories, but for Loper fans, this is a part of the field where it has been troublesome in this same scenario. As UNK over the years has went down the field going towards the south end zone, they have had game-winning field goals blocked, missed to the left, and fourth down conversions mishandled in this territory. Missouri Western wanting to break the streak could prevent some more bad juju and bad luck for the Lopers if they can convert this kick here to win the game. Conversely, it was this end zone where Cody Watson had about a 30-yard field goal blocked late in the first half. Cody Watson, he hit the go-ahead game winner against Emporia State. He put that through the uprights with five seconds left. When Cody Watson kicks this ball, make or miss, there will be no time left in regulation. How fitting this game is coming down to a special teams play. From Knoxville, Tennessee, Kanan Jackson, the long snap. From Bridge End, Wales, Evan Williams to hold on the left hash. Yukon, Oklahoma zone. Third year Griffin, Cody Watson to try and walk it off from 31 yards away. Three seconds left in a 17-17 game. And Kearney will spend their last timeout to ice Cody Watson. No timeouts left for the Lopers. Missouri Western does have one timeout left for what that's worth. Three seconds left in regulation. Kearney 17, Missouri Western 17. It's been, a, it's been an interesting day, certainly, uh, for Cody Watson. He missed a field goal from 45 yards. That was uh, back in the first half. He also had one from 30 that was blocked. Yeah, Watson one for three today. 34 is his long, had one blocked. Watson a perfect two for two on the point afters. Of course, Cody Watson, the highest scoring kicker in the MIAA coming into today, 60 total points, hit his career long of 47 against Northwest Missouri State last week. Has missed only one point after all year long. So Watson on field goals this year, nine for 13 with a long of 47. This one's from 31. On field goals between 30 and 39 yards this year, Cody Watson's technically two of four if you count the 30-yarder that was blocked today. All right, here we go. Carney out of timeout, 17-17. Griffin's trying to win it. From Knoxville, Tennessee, Kanan Jackson, the long snap. From Bridge End, Wales, Evan Williams to hold. From the left hash, UConn, Oklahoma's Cody Watson sends it toward the uprights. The clock hits zero. He hit it. Western wins. Western
Western wins! Western wins! Cody Watson for the second time this season! The go-ahead field goal! That one from 31 yards away! Cody Watson's the hero on a tough, struggling day in Kearney, Nebraska. Missouri Western backs against the wall, down 10. They score 13 unanswered in the fourth. Cody Watson, for the second time this year, a go-ahead field goal. This one is a walk-off from 31 yards. Clock hits zero, the final at Ron and Carroll Cope Stadium. Missouri Western 20, Nebraska Kearney 17. In any way possible, Austin Jacobson, victory, Missouri Western State. Heartbreak for the Lopers, but elation for the Griffins on one of their more sluggish days of the season. You move to six and two. The Griffins can win in every which way, including winning ugly. And that is the first win over Kearney since 2018, and it secures a winning season in Tyler Fenwick's first year at the helm as head coach as at Missouri Western. Victory, Missouri Western State, the final drive going not super far, eight plays, 68 yards. The Griffins get a monster 12-yard run by Seth Cromwell being pushed by the entire Kearney pile. That put Western in great position, and Cody Watson, his second field goal today, his 10th of the season, and his second game winner. That one goes from 31 yards away, perfect, right through the pipes in the south end zone. The final, Missouri Western, who hadn't led since the first quarter, they win it 20-17 to 17 again, behind 13 unanswered points all in the fourth quarter. Western improves to six and two. That breaks a three-game losing skid against the Lopers. As for Nebraska Kearney, they fall the two and six. We got some things to talk about. We will take a break. We'll come back with your Hy-Vee post-game show. Tyler Fenwick on his way up as well. Don't go away. Missouri Western, it was ugly. It was a struggle, but it is a victory. That's what's important. Missouri Western 20, Kearney 17. This is the Griffin Sports Network.